I'm Mike Bridenstine, and I have listened to None Taken. If you're ready, I'm kind of ready to start the show. I'm ready. Okay, all right, cool. So... You know how it's like a, a thing of mine that I don't want us to have sponsors, you know? Oh, yeah. We, it's like it's on a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, you know, you gave us like a little bit of money once, and we just we keep doing it because <laughs> like I don't want to have like sponsors. And that said, Alan, um, 2022 election season is coming at us fast, and the, the check cleared. So, oh. um, do tell. So uh, we have our first political sponsorship. So move <laughs> over, Slick It's Digital, for all your SEO and marketing needs. Say hello to something Paulson. Hey, Utah District 12, listen up right here. There's a new name on the ballot for the Senate this year. My name is Linda Paulson, Republican and awesome. Love God and family and the Constitution. I tried to get another conservative to run. Nobody could do it, so I'm getting it done. I'm pro-religious freedom, pro-life, pro-police. The right to bear arms and the right to free speech. I want less government control and regulation. Like want to positive. stop and expose all political corruption. Where's integrity, morality, accountability? Government programs should lead to self-sufficiency and oh. support traditional family oh. as a fundamental <laughs> unit of society. But in schools, they are pushing for new beliefs. And just to clarify, as a female adult, I know what a woman is. There's another first. I love this country. It's a blessing to be free, but freedom comes with responsibility. The Constitution Whoa. needs it's to hard be to write responsibility. not changed or disregarded, but resurrected. If you share my values, if you like what I stand for, then give me your vote on the 8th of November. District wow. 12 needs a choice. Let me be your voice, Linda Paulson. Linda Paulson for Senate. <laughs> Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? You shouldn't be rapping. I am ready. Mm. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. I just ain't got the means. Welcome to None Taken, the internet's only debate and current events show with your hosts Dustin and Alan, two political nomads from two different worlds. Shout out to Reverend Peyton's big damn band for the use of their song Ways and Means for intro music. The time of this recording is Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. It's a great day for America. We are two coastal elites coming at you from the shores of the mighty Cumberland in Madison, Tennessee, to the Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. Here to recap another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life. Please subscribe right now wherever you listen to this. We don't have an advertising. Leave us a five-star review right now. Tell all your friends about us. Word of mouth is essential for a growing podcast. 
You can find None Taken on all the major social media apps. Sorry, Truth, Truth, Truth Central. A great way to show uh, show to help help the show is to give us all your money. You can search for None Taken on Venmo, or you can buy some of our merch by going to Fungible None Takens with an S, FungibleNunTakens.com. Your support keeps the show going. Be like Slick It's Digital for all your SEO and marketing needs. If you're trying to improve Hell your brand, yeah. SlickIt'sDigital.com. Okay, go ahead, Alan. Hell yeah. yeah. You like that? I reworded it. You did. You threw me off a little bit. That's mm. You like it? Oh, I do. I like, I like it. I bought a redirect site, for, so Fungible None Takens would take you straight to our shop instead of whatever nice. teespring.com yeah i actually slash. had to text you this week because my sister was like what's the website again i was like yeah i don't dude know. it's like you would think teespring <laughs> would make it very easy for you to have like a short website they're like no yeah let's put no. dashes between all the words and then ending at <laughs> teespring.com like fuck off go to fungible nuntakens.com and if you don't ask spell fungible good for you you made it through the last couple of years relatively unscathed <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Hope you all had a great week. I gotta tell you, man, I had a fantastic fucking week, man. Um, my sister came down. It was her 21st birthday on what? September. Really? On September 14th. Um, yeah, she was literally born like three days after 9-11. So, oh, jeez. Um, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, pretty wild, right? Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you know, you know, having a sibling who's like two decades younger than you is a yeah. very sort of different dynamic like you didn't grow up at all in the same world the same same household the same anything right yeah uh so it was so cool to have her here she came up here with uh with her boyfriend anthony and they stayed with me from thursday to today um and we just had a blast man we fucking went everywhere oh i gotta say we went to state yelling champs place uh study hall in berkeley dude that place it's so perfect i mean you know that guy cares about details and pays attention to everything and the place is just perfect it's beautiful we got there we got to hang out and see the sunset have some cocktails right yep yep some cocktails some appies watch some music just hang out he came and chatted with us for a while it was so cool it was such a great time if my sister didn't already think i was cool she definitely (laughs) after that um anyways so that was cool uh, we went to fuck. Oh, we went to Ivy Room. They had like a staff open, like not an open mic night, but all the staff who ha- are in bands played uh-huh. um, on Saturday. That was fun. Staff showcase. Took, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I took them to Army. I took them to. My sister likes beer, so I took her to like I don't know ten breweries. It was it was a great time. I can't even. I'm not even going to tell you everything, but it, it was just. How does she know she likes beer? She's just turned twenty one. Oh, you know, my oh. family, she's been drinking <laughs> for a while. Uh, but anyways, it was it was just, it was so much fun. Um, it, it was such a good time. It was so much fun having uh, just uninterrupted time with her, which I've never had before. So it was very cool. That is really cool, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, my, my little brothers are nine years and 11 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So like I... I, I think about it a lot like I mean, Connor's a lot younger than me. And I'm like, I was actually thinking that the other day. I was like, I know why we get along so well. Cause it's like talking to my fucking brother. So it's like, right, right. like I know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like the old dude. I actually don't know what I did this last week. I I'm tempted to holler for Natasha to come in here, but she's probably busy. <laughs> um, I know we did. I did some like Tosh. <laughs> come on. Notable Natasha. Oh, she probably has headphones in. Um, oh, you know, Friday, it was not the best day at work. And I got home. I got a little bit of a bummer news, uh, something going on, a family members, personal life. So I'll kind of, I will probably eventually share that, but for now it's just, 
you know, if you do the prayers thing that that person would certainly appreciate it. And, you know, if you, you know, um, I'm, I'm not going to solicit that kind of thing. I apologize for that, yeah. but it's just, uh, you know, ho hopefully we get some good news on that front soon and I'll share it when the time's appropriate, but kind of put a damper on our evening. We went out just kind of keep yourself distracted, saw some good live music, um, we're getting ready to go to San Diego this week. I'm going to San Diego, uh, oh, on, yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. We're going to go there for her mom's alcohol festival. Uh, if you're in San Diego, <laughs> I really should have fucking advertised this weeks ago. They do, uh, the San Diego spirits festival every year and it's a great time. Um, it's, you know, there's bottle competitions and best tastings and stuff like that, but it's also, you know, you'll, you get a lot of alcohol to choose from at good prices and it's a whole event. It's in La Jolla in San Diego. Uh, mm -hmm. if, you know, Saturday and Sunday, if anybody wants to see us there, but, uh, cool. that's kind of it. Is man. there music? Is there, there is probably, yeah, there is music, but it's not, there isn't like a theme or anything to the music. Mm -hmm. Um, usually Natasha puts on like a burlesque show as well, but mm -hmm. last year I think it was just a little too stressful, like being remote and planning it. And, mm -hmm. uh, so this year they're just like, now nah, just keep it straight edge or, you know, just keep it to the alcohol. Uh, we don't need these dancing girls. One of the performers at the uh, Ivy Room that night did like a little mini burlesque thing. Oh, really? <laughs> with with honey and stuff. It was it was with really honey, funny. like on their body, on their yeah. body. My sister was all all. She really enjoyed that. That, that was, sounds like it was, sounds like it would get ants. It, well, there's no ants there. Like, well, I'm sure there are now, and there, now there's ants because <laughs> they poured honey all over the place. It was fun to watch. Yeah, I will sure. say that. Yeah, yeah. sticky. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> can we move into our comedy cavalcade? Yes. Please. All right. Uh, this first clip is from a guy named Mike Bridenstine. Oh, that sounds familiar. Stein. I've heard of that Bridenstine, guy. yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know Mike Bridenstine from Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, our favorite Friday podcast. Other than mm -hmm. this Friday edition, none taken, of course. Uh, and uh, and Mike, Mike Bridenstine from Being a Comedian. Here's, here's one of his new bits. He's working on new shit for his new hour because he threw out his old stuff because he just recorded his last hour. So. Last week, right. you, everyone hated this. So I changed it slightly. He's done this on, on his podcast too. So I, I kind of saw where this started. Black person, you need to know that for the story. His wife. So she's singing a song called "I I Got This What I Wanted from the Lord." I go, "Who sings that? That song's cool." And she goes, "That's a church song." I was like, "That song sounds too cool for church." And she goes, "What did you sing in church?" And I just started to go, I told her the truth, which is like, one bread, one body. <laughs> I've never seen a human, black church way better. Put that on the list of things better. When I picture a black church, it's like cool music. And like civil rights leaders, white church. You think of Mike Pence <laughs> storming the Capitol to kill Mike Pence. <laughs> Change one thing and it worked. Change one thing. I look like this. <laughs> he looks like he was there on January 6th. Black churches. <laughs> There's an opinion on black churches. <laughs> I forget. I forget. I look like a red state mugshot. And I fucking forget. <laughs> the governor. That's what I look like. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know uh, that Kanye song with the Jesus walks? Yeah. Like, it's called Jesus walks. You're good. Yeah, that actually was from a black church choir that he like heard, and he was like, "Oh shit, I want to sample." Is that, that true? Because it sounds so yeah, cool. Yeah, because yeah. I know that was in the video. 
Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of church songs. And I think, like, the coolest one was, like, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Like, <laughs> or this little out of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I could fucking jam to that, but, like... <laughs> Okay. That you, was that was a banger. Did yeah. you did whenever you went to churches? Did you go to any of the the new fun ones with the guitars? I did not. No. no, they probably have guys named Caleb there. Yeah, and lots of lots of sexual abuse. Apparently, yeah. well, okay, Alan, this is comedy segment. Good grief! <laughs> All right, so Paul Truck Gun Paul Gun Truck Paul uh, sent in a couple of clips. Actually, I'm not going to play this first one. He sent in a great one of George Carlin, but I I played it right before the show, and it has like a background music to it, and it just hey before yeah. before we move on real yeah. quick just. Yeah. We should plug Brido's YouTube. Like, oh yeah, has, thanks. Yeah, go ahead. He has an awesome. He tells a story to Tom Segura about Norm Macdonald on his YouTube, which is funny as hell and has like a million views. But because he doesn't have any subscribers and like enough subscribers, he doesn't get any money for it. Yeah, and he really should. So if you guys, you know, subscribe to Mike Mike's uh, YouTube channel. It's 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 Bridenstine. It's exactly how it spells. It sounds yeah. bride with then the letter N and then S T I N E. It's not even like I don't know if it's E I or I, it's I N E. It's Bridenstine. Yeah. It's fucking normal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give him give him a follow. He definitely deserves give him a follow. it. Yeah. yeah, he deserves it. Um, so this is from Paul. This one is uh, actually I don't I don't have any notes for this one. I just I've gone out on a limb here, Paul. I'm playing one of your clips on, without vetting it first. Let's just oh, see how this shit. goes. Stephen Briggs comedy is the stand up. Named okay. David Berkowitz. Wait, hold on. Wait, son of my Sam. My dad used to be friends with a serial killer named David Berkowitz. <laughs> son of Sam, if you know how that's a serial Can I do an impression of his dog? <laughs> sure. Kill, kill, kill that guy. <laughs> kill, kill, the, kill the new mailman. Yeah. They actually kind of sounded like Beavis, but. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. You know, the dog would tell him. Was it his neighbor's dog that was telling him to kill people? Well, he heard voices. I know that. I mean, that's what he says, at least, right? Like, right, right, right. Serial right. right. killer that went around in the 70s in New York. My dad played basketball with this guy. And I was like, Dad, that's disturbing. Who won? <laughs> <laughs> My dad verbatim goes, Berkowitz trials in the only court he lost in. Yeah! <laughs> That man was terrible at defense, but everyone knows he was a great shooter. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. This is all just a, wa- a long walk for him to make puns, wasn't it? Right, God it totally damn it. Was, yeah. Okay, I'm moving on. <laughs> um, these are a few sent in by Thrash Bastard on Instagram. Uh, similarly, I didn't vet this, so we'll see how this... Oh, I know this guy. This is uh, Ross Paget, but it's not how you spell Ross. It's R-A-U-C-E. Paget. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that spell at all. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. But luckily, he's funny. So here we go. It's like sauce, but with an R. It is Ross sauce. Yeah. Okay. If it wasn't for gay men, our straight women would not be as attractive. Our straight women. Oh, little, I have heard this. This is a, funny. This that's is a little good. possessive. Is it is it bad to be a language police that early? I apologize. Uh, I wouldn't do that at a show. Why would I do that here? Okay, here, here. here. If it wasn't for gay men, our straight women would not be as attractive. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> if gay men overnight, hypothetically speaking, turned straight. They would crash and flood the market, (laughs) supply and demand. (laughs) And guys, listen up straight men. If gay men turn straight, we are 
<laughs> you know why? You know what gay men do that straight men don't? They, what's the word, Mark? You're right, care. They care. <laughs> they care. That's a, that's a little bit of a generalization. I don't know. I think I think, I, I, think I, I think the first sentence, the, the whole women wouldn't be attractive. I think that doesn't exactly. That's kind of a non. Well, I, I found myself lost in the joke because I didn't know if it was like they'd be less attractive or it'd be harder to date, which I thought was what he was saying. Yeah, I don't think that first sentence. This is not normally we de deconstruct jokes. Yeah, and that's really not the intention usually. here. But both of us were a little lost. Although you would say that was the the. I think it needs a little bit of work, but it's pretty. Funny. A little bit. Of, it could be punched up a yeah, bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Send not me an email. Us. I can help. Not, not, not by us. I don't need that kind of responsibility. <laughs> uh, this one's called How to Offend a Veteran. Oh, okay. I do have friends that have served, and they're all kind of the same guy to some extent. Like, they're all just kind of like, you know, these kind of like, you know, people these days are too sensitive. I never get offended by anything. And so what I'll do is I'll get the branch that they served in confused with the other ones, and we find out how sensitive they are. Uh, one of my good friends served in the Army, and I was like, when you were in the Navy, he's like, I was in the Army. He's like, you and your Harry Potter houses. <laughs> Well, I'm a Slytherin. You're all fighting Voldemort, aren't you? Thank you for your service. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was taking, I, I was picking up some, my dog took a shit on the yard and I, I hate that. I, you know, I always pick it up, but, uh, I hate it when it's like all mushy and you, like ends up getting stuck in the blades of grass. And I was like, shit, what am I going to do about this? And I looked up and the guy's at a Navy bumper sticker. I'm like, what do you fucking do about it? Like, <laughs> I grew up in San Diego. It's a Navy town. Get off my back. But it was it was, uh, it was different there because there's the Marines are a division of the Navy. Now I can't say that because they'll get mad. But mm, yeah. um, and they would always like hate each other. And it was just, but but so like there was this like yeah the Navy's pussies and the Marines are real men. But right, right. like you're both Navy. Like I don't and like. <laughs> Pretty sure they could all kill me with the only one thing I found in common with most military personnel is they like Xboxes. I don't know what, if that's a thing. really over PlayStations. Yeah, huh. yeah, they seem to be Xbox guys. Is it like a did you say Xbox? Xbox, I think I did okay. actually, all right. like a cross eyed chicken. Uh, this guy's name is Zane Shafir, and uh, I know him. you do okay. Yeah, uh, man, I, I am kind of unplugged. I know like everyone in Brido's like circle, and then mm. like ones that listeners send in. Um, so this one's this one's brilliant. You do kind of have to wait for it. So here we go. Bro, I found out in the pandemic my hair is thinning. I went to the doctor. I was like, what do I do about my hair? He said, you can take a pill called Propecia, but one of the side effects is erectile dysfunction. And I was like, hey, that's not a side effect. That's a very main effect, all right? There are side effects, and that is a center-ass effect. So I was like, let me call my roommate. I called my roommate. I was like, hey, I'm thinking about taking Propecia. Should I do it? He said, no, my brother took it. It was terrible. I was like, what? He got erectile dysfunction? And he was like, yeah. And then a month later, he started to develop breasts. <laughs> Which, if you ask me, that is hilarious because this has now become like a beautiful Greek tragedy. This guy just wanted some hair so he could get laid. And now he's got tits and his doesn't work. That's incredible. His whole goal was to get inside of a woman's body. And now he's literally trapped inside of a woman's body. That's pretty funny. I feel like Robert Schimmel kind of did the same joke. Oh, really? Was about like Propecia yeah. as well? I had friends no, that took Propecia. Like, I remember him talking about drugs and like a Oh, Ari effect. Shafir. Yeah. 
And he was like, "That's a that's more of an effect, really." Was it? Was it? Well, that's, well, that's or crazy because this guy's name is Zane Shafir. I don't know right. who did you say? I thought it was Robert Schimmel. Oh, maybe like, it was Robert Schimmel. I well, so I because I, he I, had cancer. Remember towards the end, he talked uh-huh. a lot about that. Oh, exactly. he said it's more of an effect than a side. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, the the so I, I've known people that take Propecia, and one of them told me he was like, it wasn't just that; it was that you were like didn't want to have sex and Ugh. like depression too. So yeah, that sounds, that sounds bad. That's, yeah, that's, I thought yeah. I was going to, so all, so they say you lose your hair based on the men on the women's side of your family. Right. And every one of them lost all their hair by 30, except for one of my uncles who grew out his hair long before that and kept his long ass ponytails in the back, which nice. we all knew what he was doing. Um, but he, but, the, uh, so like come 30 and I started to see like a widow's peak and thinning a little, I was like, well, that's it. I got, you know, I'm about to turn 40 in a couple of weeks and this is all, this is all free time. Like I'm fine. Like I thought it was going to be gone. I expected it to be gone. It'd be gone tomorrow. I'd be like, well, made it to 40. Dude, I, I gave up on my hair in like late twenties. I was like, well, this is not going to go. Well, I'm just going to shave it all. Fuck it. I've never understood the obsession with it. Yeah. 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 Is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Chicks chicks don't mind. It's fine. Yeah. I I mean, that's more of like, I guess, I guess that's what it's about though. Like maybe it's people genuinely don't want to accept that that's how they look, which I can mm, respect that, okay. you know, that's kind of like, own it, man. Yeah, own yeah, it. for sure. Um, I, you know, I've been playing a couple of clips, maybe not every week, but every other week of, um, innuendos in football. <laughs> yeah. I had a couple from this week. Okay. Those big boys up front providing a huge hole. <laughs> that's pretty good. How about this one, Alan? You like to see the aggressiveness and take the shot. You've got to bend him over, Dusty. Bend him over to the sideline, and he's got a touchdown. <laughs> uh, bend him over, pull yeah. to the side. Yeah, so the uh, the football announcer, Gus Johnson, he's my favorite one in, in college. Uh, mm-hmm. He luckily always seems to have these crazy games. He came from basketball, so he was kind of like a voice from the March Madness tournament. That uh, he, yeah, I know the name. Yeah, Gus Johnson's great. So um, he sat, he had to sit out the second half. Um, they said it was oh, for no. medical you got a reasons. Timeout? They said he was like he's uh, he's not feeling well, and uh, he's not. I'm, you know, I'm going to be going solo. Joel Klatt is the other guy. He was he's like I'm going to be going solo on the other half. Then um, there was a rumor that was getting spreading around on Twitter that he was getting questioned as to all of his innuendos, whether they were intentional or not. Oh, and I would know about that rumor because I started it. (laughs) Nice. Uh, This was also the NFL. So like I said last week, these refs have to be fucking in on it at this point. Here's another one. I mean, Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. (laughs) <laughs> this is live television, like primetime, most likely, right? Like, all right. Well, this isn't a college That's football funny. or sports podcast, but something did happen in the world of sports that I thought was really, um, it, this, so this only took place on a college campus. So this was, uh, they do a little game day show, like a pregame show. And they had three students up there that won a contest and uh, they were narrowing it down from the three three contestants to so they have to like throw the basket. No, no, the it's football not even that. They, so okay, or... so they always have funny signs out in the crowd, and they picked yeah, three yeah. of the funniest signs, and they oh, were going to okay. grant the winner of the funniest sign a free tuition for a year. Oh, all right, that's nice. the setup. So there's three okay. of them there. Got right? it, got okay, it. here we go. And now Jess Sims going to give away some money. Reese, the stakes are high here. I'm here with the amazing three judges. We talk about we talk about tuition a lot here, right? Like we talked about student loans. Uh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. So I just I gotta say this is uh, this is this is this is rarity. Normally we you know we keep it on the 
on the on the outrage or the or the hilarious gas pedals we don't do a lot of uh, sappy stuff but damn it if this didn't touch me Ooh, mm. and a good touch alan and the three finalists we have ethan we have zachary and we have anna lynn and do we have a winner can i see this we have a winner okay okay oh we can't show them all right give it up the winner gets one i'm sorry the girl's name is anna lynn Mm-hmm. How long do you think their parents were raising her before they wrote the name out and realized that anal is like the first four letters? Right. Year free tuition, full tuition for a full year. I know that means so much to every single one of you. The winner is, can I get a drum roll, please? Louder, louder, louder. And the winner is Zachary Carr, baby! Oh, 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 he's doing the work. Oh, the stationary worm. Oh, and he's doing the gritty. Oh my goodness. That was unbelievable. You know what? He's feeling it. He's not done, but guess what? Uh, Reese, Reese, um, I think that there's something for the other two. Is it a sweatshirt? Is it a water bottle? Oh, wait, actually, thanks to Chancellor Everts and the great App State. Oh, all three of y'all getting free tuition for the full year. And they didn't know. Like, they were completely shocked. Like, you could see it on their faces. They, nobody could act that well, you know? Like, yeah, that's it, pretty cool. It was pretty that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, am I a downer to say just a year? No, I, that's, I mean, a year is a lot. Yeah, dude. it was just one Depending year. where you're going, that's a yeah. fuck ton. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, and it's just a year. <laughs> do, you think he, do you think he'd keep his promise if they were out of state? Or is he like, hold on, are these guys all in-state tuition? Okay, fine, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Slickett sent this in. It's uh, he said it's the weirdest table reading he's ever seen, but he hopes he can't wait for the movie to come out. So uh, the context is it's just a woman holding a, a prop machine gun, and she looks like um, she looks like the the secretary in Ghostbusters, but aged and like red hair, and just kind of crotchety. That's okay. 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 All right. Here we go. Great. And the last one is I came here to do two things: hand out hard candy and blow some motherfucking dicks off. And I'm all out of hard candy. I came here for two things. To suck some hard candy and suck some dicks. What was the line? (laughs) I came here to do two things. And what are they? Hand out hard candy. Oh, hand out hard candy. (laughs) And 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 blow blow some some fucking dicks dicks off. And blow some motherfucking dicks off. Cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And the last one. (laughs) Listen to the beginning of it. <laughs> that's so stupid. She's like her confidence of just being like, I came here to suck some dick. <laughs> what? I'm reading a line. I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, you kind of you you'd put on, put me onto this um, man on the street interview that's a little different than the ones we normally play. Uh, it's just a guy, right? Actually, his name Justin Awad. Uh, and I uh, I'm not going to play the clip that would make fun of you, where you. So, so this is the guy that asked the people if the, where, where the Queen of England was from, and yeah, they yeah. couldn't say it. Well, on the same one that asks that, they ask um, where the Panama Canal is, and like I, I know you told me you thought it was in Ecuador or something. And like, <laughs> I don't remember that, but I just... All right. <laughs> All right. Well, here's another clip of his. So this, uh, I just saw this one today. I thought it'd fit on the show. Do you know who the first president of the USA was? George Floyd. I mean, George, though. I... His name is George, though. I mean, yeah. got half right. Half yeah. right. It's a state in the city named after him. Come on, bud. <laughs> um, I'm not going to play the Queen of England. 
this one, this one's hot off last week's headlines. Uh, controversial comedian um, Tim Dillon had uh, this take on his podcast. Now, Ron DeSantis has done something very cruel. Yeah, it's horrible. It's really horrible because what he did was he sent a bunch of migrants to Martha's Vineyard. The season's over. <laughs> Are you like nuts? <laughs> it's after Labor Day. It's after September. First of all, I have friends on the Vineyard. I have friends on the Cape. I have friends in Nantucket. I knew a man from Nantucket. <laughs> Tim Dillon has such a gift to like get angry about the wrong thing and lead you <laughs> that you're gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna be this thing that clearly we're angry about. Right, uh, it's yeah. he's, it's so funny how yeah. he does. I, it's amazing. I know. It's amazing I how know. he does that. Yeah. And uh, this, okay, so this I was gonna play this a couple of weeks ago. This is too much college football content. This was mm. on one of the uh, the the pregame shows, but uh, I all I had when I tried to play this, I think it was last week, was John Daly saying his line. Um, somebody just sent it in today, and it was just perfect because I got the whole clip, so it sets it up better. I feel like John Daly kind of fits our demographic, and you know what else fits our demographic is what we brought him in for john why don't you uh, start us with the hillbilly headlines well i'm not gonna lie i'm drunk <laughs> <laughs> that's it well i'm not gonna lie i'm drunk john daly it's like we know you're fucking drunk john it's really that's the assumption baseline is drunk is there right. cocaine involved like, like <laughs> do you have old quaaludes that you found like that man has just been living his life for alive. like my entire it's lifetime keith like, richards last, of like, golf Three decades. He's just been like, fuck it. I do what I want to do, and I fucking get away with it. And I love him for it. Yep, yep. Um, this one was a bit of an underreported news. Responding to news. an audience member. This is a bit of an underreported news item this week. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's not news news, but you would think the, the CEO of a major tech platform being shitty to someone would be, like, remarkable. Um, I couldn't get the audio of Tim Cook saying this, but you know how, um, okay, real quick, it's a, it's, a, it's a hill of mine to die on. Um, <laughs> when you text within, from an Apple device to an Apple device, they don't use SMS, which is the, like, when, when texting first started on phones, it was, you know, in 1998, it was on SMS. And it was right. always using SMS. That's why if you sent a long text, it would break it into new yeah. separate. The, the iPhones do iMessage. Right, right. So yeah. iPhone made their own chat app and called right, it right. their messaging app and it's mm -hmm. a, and it messages externally from their chat app as if like instagram chats or whatsapp right. does actually um and and they chose when they did that to segregate the the, the color the 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 bubbles to right. make blue bubbles for iphone and green for anyone else they're the dicks like nobody they, they are the dicks. yeah yes. okay so a reporter asked him about that and i couldn't get the actual audio so this is a robot telling us at a conference, who said he couldn't send his mother videos on her Android phone because of restrictions on iPhone SMS messaging, Apple CEO Tim Cook said, buy your mom an iPhone. Cook added, Apple doesn't spend a lot of effort improving the iPhone Android texting experience as its users haven't asked for it. Um, I mean, he's not wrong, right? Like, obviously, he's not going to fix the user experience for the other platform, but, right. like, you're the one that created this shit, like... Like it would, I mean, somebody, you could put that, you could put that, uh, the iMessage app available or as like an extension on other apps. You can work with them. 
but they won't. Do, do they not have an inclusion and diversity officer at Apple? Like, you know what, what the fuck? Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. I identify as an Android user. Like, <laughs> this is gonna hurt their ESG score. I'm just saying. Honestly, I hadn't thought about that. Uh, <laughs> speaking of um, people that make fun of the progressives, Alan, uh, yeah. as you were doing, uh, new Jordan Peterson just dropped. Whatever happened to sex? By the way, I'm gay. There is simply no way I would ever have sex with a woman. I saw a video the other day of a man in his underwear and speaking as a gay professional. It was objectively. Let me make myself perfectly clear. I need penis or I will commit suicide. It's no joke. I am desperate to come. Whatever happened to sex? Desperate to come. Wow. You know what, listeners? Uh, I love Jordan Peterson mashups. Keep sending them in. Yes, That's yes. My, yeah. my, one of my favorite things. Uh, this one's a bit of a palate cleanser. Just uh, some food for thought, okay? Cross your mm. legs, sit there and, uh, and chant ohm to yourself without <laughs> nodding to the microphone. Living people eat dead mushrooms. Living mushrooms eat dead people. Living- I think Paul sent that in. Seems like something Paul would send in. Or maybe I'm just thinking about mushrooms since he's an avid mushrooms enthusiast. He'll send me jars of psilocybin. I'm just like, fuck, man. (laughs) Mail it to one, four, three. Never mind. Nothing wrong with little mushrooms. Of course not. They're healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I got to flip over these cow patties in the field behind my house. I'm sure I've got free ones out there. What could possibly go wrong? I'm close to major hospitals. I'm fine. (laughs) Um, Ariel sent this in, not the mermaid, although she does have red hair, but this one's white. So, um, Mm. yeah, Uh, I'm glad we have avoided that controversy because that's stupid. Um, This this is, um, it's a pun, Alan. It's a pun. It's God and an angel's talking. So it's just like a little angel playing air guitar by herself. Then God walks in. Hi, Angie. Hi, God. Tell me everything is ready for our movie night. Sure. It's the movie on? What movie? I asked you to put in Star Wars. Put in Start a War. Put in Star Wars. Put in Start a War. Put in... Putin, Star Wars, start a war. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> they really like wanted to make sure you got the. Like, they I, will, kept... they, I wish they would disguise their voice more between the two characters. It just sounded like the same fucking person. Like all of those audios sound like that. It's like, <laughs> like do some voice acting. You know, they put so much effort into their set. They're all like, wearing right. angelic robes. Like, uh, anyways. <laughs> Thanks, Ariel. That's what I get for, comp- <laughs> for... That's what you get. You send something in and we complain about it. Um, this one I thought was pretty fucking interesting. Who sent this? Do I have that? Uh, Bilbo... Sorry. Bill Bro. Bill Bro Swaggin sent this in. A guy like on Twitter name. just revealed software that can take an Instagram photo and use AI to search open cameras in a location to see... You following? Mm-hmm. Okay. See if they can find the video of you taking the photo on that day. So the guy oh, who wow. created Die With Me, which is that chat app you can only use when you have less than 5% battery, just unveiled this software where you give it like the Instagram photo on the left, and on the right you see this AI searching through a bunch of open cameras all around the world to see if they can find the people in the photo with the proper location and give you the video of the photo actually being taken. Like in fucking movies where they're like, uh, coordinate, okay, enhance, enhance, like... Right, right. Like, That's creepy really as fuck. 
Yeah. yeah, this must have been so hard to put together. The effect is fantastic, and it's a great way to remind people that you are constantly being watched, and so much more of your information is out there than you think. Also, it's way easier to find your location at all times than you think. Check out his Twitter. He's got a YouTube. Um, Adnan got out of prison. I don't know if that's going to come up on our headline show or not. It does, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it there then. But, I mean, the, their their whole thing was cell phone triangulation. Tri- triangulation. Right, from 20 fucking years ago, yeah, which was yeah, a terrible in, idea. Incoming but, yeah. calls. Um, yeah. yeah, that's pretty terrifying. But it's, so it's one of those things where it's like, if you showed me that five years ago, I might have been skeptical. But now I'm like, yeah, it's, duh. Like I just, I just didn't think of it. Especially like, if you're like in Asia, like yeah, for sure. Yeah, he, uh, I, I, it was really quick in that video, but she was like, he, he created another chat app that you can only use when your phone has less than five percent battery. Yeah, I heard that. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I keep. Why would you that. want I, that? I don't know, but it's uh, what a way to limit something. Like, <laughs> she, I mean, how do you create? You have to use your phone to you get. To, like that's almost like a social experiment. Like, what do people do when they have to get to five percent? Yeah, in order depending to like on the age of your phone, five percent to zero can be like <sighs> yeah, two minutes. Yeah, goodbye. Um, I've got one last. How about that? Before we go to half the or not half. Before we move. Oh my God, Alan. Oh, how about oh. that. Shit. Every week how, with how that. About that. Man, so frustrating. <laughs> do it again. Oh, how about that. Getting caught up. Um, these were also sent in by Paul. These were. Uh, this was a link to an Instagram account that just has like like uh facts maybe you didn't know so i think mm. there's three or four of them in this clip but they're all pretty good let me get the sound ready on fun facts you probably didn't know about in 2014 the cdc once found a smallpox sample that they had lost and didn't even know it it was just laying around in some random storeroom whales don't die of old age eventually they just don't have the strength to resurface and slowly drown people who handle cockroaches develop allergies to them this usually prevents them from drinking pre-ground coffee because of the cockroaches that get grounded in with the large batches yeah can we pause there that's gross (sighs) suicide bombers are a lot easier to identify post-mortem than you'd expect this is because the blast from the uh, music's too loud for less Uh, yeah that is fucking gross man like you know, I, I see hope tea's better. I, I mostly drink tea, so hopefully not like Matt. Yeah, content. you might want to get whole leaves yourself and grind them down. Your <laughs> honestly, I mean, they're Fuck that. fucking everywhere, man. Like they're like yeah. even at nice restaurants that I'm at. Like if you get into that dish machine, there's usually cockroaches under there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I don't like that. Uh, well. Oh, how about that? How about that, Alan? Um, this, okay, we're getting into our isn't that something segment. So this is uh, 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 gird your loins. It's a little bit more serious. And you'll know it's more serious because we're listening to Fed Chair Jerome Powell talk about inflation. The clock is ticking. As I mentioned, the longer that uh, inflation remains well above target, the, the greater the concern that the public will start to just naturally incorporate higher inflation into its economic decision making. And our job is to make sure that doesn't happen interest rates on what mortgage rates are like 6.02 um it's the highest it's been since like the 80s i want to say yeah i think it was higher than 08 is that did i read that right yeah um yeah man i mean that's like double from what we got our house at and that was march man like yeah but it's what you gotta do a guy lex friedman had a guy on his show last week i want i don't know if it was last week i i just sometimes watch lex friedman for like six hours i just assume he's still in russia or still in ukraine (laughs) i I haven't been back to his show for a while i don't know when this show actually was recorded but he had a guy on talking about inflation was really interesting i had kind of he wasn't actually like an austrian economist but he had some very similar points of view well you know as someone who's a fan of austrian economics the, Mm -hmm. the 
what the Fed's doing is what you're supposed to do. Right. Austrians would just argue that you should have a less centralized banking structure so that right. people can make decisions yeah, I get that. and make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, of course you get that. We made you sit through an interview with our friend Connor. <laughs> uh, let me play this next one. Dr. Sexy Toaster sent this in. Dr. Sexy Toaster. Oh. Okay. So I'm a sexy toaster on Instagram sent this in about uh, Dr. Ostopus running against <laughs> Mr. Federline. Uh, Federman. Federman, that's right. right. Ooh, he does not sound good when he talks. I mean, that doesn't mean he can't be an effective... Senator. Well, he's still recovered from his stroke. I so know. This is I'm saying if this is post that, then yeah, it is post that, and it, yeah. that's what I mean. I just okay, yeah, yeah. and I mean, I, I know I that think there's he'll a still win, but I, yeah, I think so too. Okay, yeah. here, well, here, here, this is uh, totally not a hypocrite. A doctor Dr. shouldn't sell products. Mm -hmm. uh, you wouldn't trust me if you came to me for advice and I said, take my version of a solving cream here. It just doesn't sound and feel right to me. A doctor shouldn't sell products. Our trusted sponsorship partner, Usana Health Sciences, makes a product called Hepacil. <laughs> you wouldn't trust me if you came to me for advice and i said there's one product out there that could nourish your body protect your body and renew your body take my version of a magic weight loss cure for everybody it just doesn't sound and feel right to me the capsules you can buy you buy it online in addition to the magnesium with 20 percent off what else can you find on the iHerb website a doctor shouldn't sell dia rescue it just doesn't sound and feel right this is something i think you ought to have on hand period you wouldn't trust me you don't want to run to the store when you have diarrhea a doctor shouldn't sell <laughs> i like the idea of taking some when you travel as well products so where do you find dia rescue products they're essentials Product, products, product called Hepacel, products, product called Procosa. One product is out now. You don't need a prescription. One of the most important books you can get it online. This is getting or long. At your local CVS. It's kind of getting long. It's getting long. He said you shouldn't have to run to the store when you have diarrhea, and that's true. <laughs> I think you should walk very slowly and carefully and deliberately, or drive there. But With definitely squeeze together. Yeah. Look, George Carlin has an old bit where he's like, "I'll tell you something you'll never see. You'll never see a man taking a shit while running at full speed." <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Alan. Seventeen-year-old me trying to run from the ocean to the uh, the beach bathroom. <laughs> tell that to the inside of my wetsuit. All right, because <laughs> I was fine as long as I was walking. But as soon as I started shuffling oh, my feet a little faster than a shuffle, I I I get in a lot of trouble. And then I had to stand in that shower with an inside-out wetsuit. Oh, God. You know? And the rest of it you'd imagine. Thank God Doctor. it was an indoor shower. Thank God. It's a lot of shame. Not to distract from your shitting in your wetsuit story, yeah. but I will say Dr. Oz is Fastest such a Fastest I've ever told that story. He's such a snake oil salesman. He is. And, like, anybody that doesn't realize that, like, I don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's pretty fucking obvious this yeah. dude is full of shit. Yeah. Plus, um, he's funny, Turkish. My... my my friend from Arizona grew up in okay. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, right? That one? And her, and her dad. Uh, Other Philadelphias, Alan. <laughs> well, I said Pennsylvania because that's where the race okay. is, right? Oh, right. I understand. Okay. Yeah. And um, I, her dad, her family still lives there. And I was like, hey, like, who's your dad going to vote for for Senate? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, you should tell him he should vote for Fetterman. And she's like, is he a Republican? And I said, no. And she's like, well, why would he do that? And I was like, see, this is the problem. Hmm. <laughs> That's a, that's a fucking bummer. <laughs> it really is. I, I, I have no idea if he'll even bother to vote. Well, I think, I mean, numbers are, are starting to shift in certain ways. Like, um, I don't know how much we're going to talk about the primaries, but mm -hmm. I keep seeing stories talking about how Repu um, Democrats are maybe even likely to take the House. Um, but then I've also heard other people, not the people that are eager to celebrate, other people mm -hmm. saying, yeah, all of the districts that people are talking about that being true in are all the districts that they got wrong in 2020 and 2016 that have the same margin of error. And if you go to the other end of the error bar, you, they're going to lose and they're going to lose again. So like, just I mean, the economists spent like months putting together a whole new like 
Map. polling system oh, yeah. like with algorithms and shit yeah. to try and make it a better um <clears throat> but i i honestly i at this point i i just feel like it's a toss-up yeah. there's no way to predict no only only all you can do is vote if you believe yeah. in it right yeah. vote and then wait yeah. yeah um this is so we've been talking about tiktok a lot on this show this mm-hmm. was they had the coo of tiktok oh uh in front let's see what is this uh um ceo coo vanessa papa's uh, was oh, that, that is uh, not what I expected her name to be. No, I well, also <laughs> doesn't look like what you'd expect her name to be. This is like in Breaking Bad when the lady turns out to work for the German like multinational company mm, right, conglomerate. Right. Yeah, um, this is she, she was talking in front of the Homeland Senate Homeland Security Committee. Okay. Can you make the commitment, though, that I just asked you to make that you will commit to cutting off all data and metadata flows to China, Chinese based TikTok employees, ByteDance employees or any other party located in China? What I can commit to is that our final agreement with the U.S. government will satisfy all national security concerns. Yes. Is that Aussie? Do you hear a little Aussie? You won't make a commitment. A little bit, yeah. To agree to what I have now twice asked you about. Sorry, given the confidentiality of CFIUS, I'm not able to talk specifically about that agreement. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not talking about CFIUS. I'm asking what, whether share you'd make the commitment available. today. Hmm. Will you make that commitment? I'm committing to the, the what I've stated, which is we are working with the United States government on a resolve through the okay. CFIUS process in which we will continue to minimize that data as well as working with Oracle to protect that data in the United States. Yeah, she's a dater, so definitely. Um, yeah, that's fucking, uh, that's a no. That's like we checked it's with legal yeah. and we found out how to say no. And if they ask you, you just repeat what you said already. Right. That's just really yes. hard to do in person, right? Like, like when your lawyer tells you that, you're like, okay, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. And then you're there, you're like, oh, I can just say it a little differently the second time, right? <laughs> nope. She's a fucking pro. Um, and, and what I, does that tell you, right? Like, if she couldn't say that, what does that tell you? It tells you they're not going to do what he's asking. And that they're I, doing something you probably don't want them to do. Probably don't want them to do, yeah. I, I mean, after having heard our, our uh, senators and, and House representatives interviewing <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, I, I don't know that... At least that I, was a coherent question. Yeah, I, I, at least that was a coherent question. I have zero confidence in their ability to even understand no. what the Yeah, fuck is of course not. Yeah, don't let... Don't conflate my concern with, you know, what that company's yeah, sure, doing sure. with an, a, a belief that our government is actually going to effectively solve it. Um, right, right. This next clip is uh, Sheriff, Sheriff uh, Richard Mack. Um, do I know where he's from? No. But uh, he has, so he's pretty outspoken about what the Department of Justice did with raiding Mar-a-Lago. And I, I think I kind of have some questions about this. Uh, he talks about sheriffs being the ultimate law enforcement in their area. Let me play this. Do not come into my county and do your raids and make arrests or serve papers or do anything in my county without first checking with me. That is a very effective check and balance system to make sure what, Sheriff? That your citizens are being protected from these goons and thugs of the federal government or even the state government. They are not over you. You are the ultimate authority in your county. You are the Clio, the chief law enforcement officer, and you answer only to the people. And these guys that come into your county and hit and run from Washington, D.C., they're not in charge of you. They're not in charge of your county, and they have no business being there unless they check with you first and putting them on notice. All right, all right. Um, is that true? You know, I, I don't 
<laughs> I looked into I looked into this a lot uh, after, I, I, and then I realized I was spending too much time on my Saturday. Uh, I don't have a lot of background on this. Okay. I would just say, in my experience, it seems that the feds can do whatever the fuck they want. Like it doesn't matter. So, like, local so if there's sheriff. a federal warrant, right? So, so if there's it supersedes a, if anything there, local, right? Well, okay. So if there's a federal agent, or so if there's any agent that uh, has been deemed by the or uh, not deemed, but deemed, sure, deemed by by the by the government to serve warrants. So that would be any law enforcement off agent officer, um, going down to like the fucking, like if there's like a librarian police, I suppose. But if, if they, if that agency, in this case, the FBI, uh, asks a judge, they go and ask a judge for a warrant. Then they are given the authorization to go execute that warrant. Now, I I couldn't find anything, and actually I would love it if a listener would tell me how wrong I am, but I couldn't find anything that said that you have to then go and first check with local law enforcement that they are okay with you fulfilling something that you investigated and asked a judge. And you can't just ask a judge somewhere. There's all kinds of descriptions in what I was reading about. It's like section 41, part B, um, that describe what would make a judge eligible to to be the, be the person to decide if they can grant that warrant or not. Usually it's if it's that locality, but it could be a separate locality if the crimes were committed locally, I believe, in that, in that judges. There's a whole bunch of exceptions as to how. But basically, you, have to part, you partner with the local jurisdiction by talking to that judge and getting approval from that judge, and they right. give that approval back to someone who can execute a warrant. So you don't have to do that. Yeah, I mean, my understanding he's actually, is that- He's actually wrong. Now, I will say... Well, let me tell you what you're going to say. I mean, he's actually wrong. Okay. So I will say that I think oftentimes as a matter of courtesy, if you're going to be conducting an operation in somebody else's backyard that you generally would tell them, right. maybe cooperate with them a little bit, just by the way. We're Unless you thought there, you had some reason to think that they wouldn't cooperate with. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't think there's any, like, you're not required to do that. You just, that's just a matter you, of yeah, courtesy. Just like, and why wouldn't you? Right. Like, like usually right. that's going right. to be better for you to do that. Yeah. Sure. Um, I will say this. If I lived somewhere and I saw that that was my sheriff saying that I, I would vote for him. Like, I, like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like if I lived yeah. somewhere, I would want somebody to be willing to say that. That being said, he's wrong. Like that, from my understanding of, of that, he's he's not act. That's not accurate. What did what did the guy in uh, Bad Boys say? Don't don't give me your juris, my addiction crap. Did, I think that? about that all the fucking time. Yeah, was it Bad Boys? That was <laughs> actually I disagreements with. I didn't know if it was Bad Boys or not. Actually, but I think I it think was that Bad all Boys. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> FBI doesn't just take over. They don't right. take them out. They 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 create a new like superseding investigation and then. Right. They'll say like, and then oftentimes the locals will will say, "Hey, you the, guys take over because you're better." It's a whole to system this. to pro- partner with it, yeah, Anyways, right, right. But it's not good in movies. Um, <laughs> what's the what's this clip? This is a clip uh, from Sam Harris podcast. Um, oh, oh, this is a really good episode. Yeah, I thought so too. I actually this really stood out to me because <clears throat> by this definition, I think like it it encapsulates my my more conservative beliefs. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to play this. It's uh, it's not even a minute long. Here we go. But conservatism at a metaphysical level is supposed to be about preserving <laughs> those things that mm. need to be preserved, about preserve about loving this country as it is, not just for as it should be, for thinking that fidelity to the Constitution matters. And if all of a sudden the right joins this game in an even uglier, you know, fascistic kind of way, 
and just simply says it's all will to power. It's all about winning. It's all about whether my guy can punish your guy. Then that's really bad for America. It's fine when one party, it's not fine, but it's it's tolerable when one party is the gas pedal and the other party is the brake. When both parties are the gas pedal, the whole thing can just fly apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, that, uh, who, who was that guest? Oh man. He I doesn't put his, his guest name in his show titles. I have the show title here and it doesn't fucking say it's really annoying to me, but give me like we, 30 seconds okay. and I can tell you. It's a uh, 296. I will say that like, um, I, I think the, like the last two minutes of that episode, he really makes like a very good, um, argument for his cause. I wouldn't be able to I hear the music. I wouldn't be able to tell you about the last two minutes of the episode because I only get the first half of the episode because he doesn't let listeners listen to his whole show without subscribing. By the way, you just need to email uh, support at Sam. Oh, I did, and they didn't respond. Really? Yeah. They responded to me like within an hour. Like I had my yeah. shit going. Yeah. Well, anyways. look again. Maybe I've missed emails. I never look at that thing. Oh, anyways. Um, I got confirmation on our guest today I mean, for uh, episode 200. Awesome. Yeah. We'll, awesome. we'll announce that later. Okay, what I was going to say, I mean, what he's talking about is the whole conserve part of conservatism. It's playing in the background. Oh, shit. Oh, it is. I was trying. You know what? Even in his show description, he doesn't say the guy's name. Like, yeah. Wow. Because <laughs> I was trying to look at it, and it wasn't saying it. <laughs> Anyways, um, the whole conserve part of conservatism is like preserving the things that you like. And like, he has a whole, like, probably like two, three-minute rant at the end of that show. I think he played a little part of it where he just kind of goes off, and he's like, look – I, I, I love this country still, and I think that even as, as flawed as we are, we're still a, a really good place to live and a good place to be. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, and maybe we should focus on fixing the flaws as opposed to saying we just suck and fuck everything. You know what I mean? We, we just and suck I, and fuck everything? <laughs> okay. Now I'm being a football announcer. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, I, uh, no, I thought that was a really good interview because clearly that guy and Sam don't agree on much. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah, very, he was a conservative guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but that they were able to have a civil conversation and agree on things that mattered. I yeah. think that was, that was very useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good example of like what we do, but if we were like even more like ideologues. Right. Right. Um, well, what, you know what? I'm going to, okay. One last sound before we go to half. Okay. Um, and look at that. I mean, I think we're, might be under an hour on this first half. Can oh, you believe it? Alan? Yeah, look at us. Look at us being disciplined and shit. Uh, well, speaking of discipline, um, do you think you have it in you? Mm. Do you think you have what it takes in you to beat a chess world champ, Alan? I do not. You don't? Do you, uh, do wait, you... can I beat him at like a game other than chess? Yeah. Just... Yeah. Not like just fist fighting him. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you thought I meant? <laughs> I could beat him at Dr. Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very good. Maybe. At Dr. Mario. Are you really good at Dr. Mario? Oh, I'm, I don't even I'm... know how to play Dr. Mario. I am epic at Dr. Mario. What, is, what do you do with Dr. Mario? I was always like, I don't need to get medical professionals in I, uh, <laughs> I think I beat uh, Raquel's boyfriend like 50 times out of 60 attempts. Uh, and that's over. like when you play fucking uh, Goldeneye with people that had the Nintendo and you were just over there. And yeah, exactly. Like, they're, they're playing his fucking odd job, running around at your knees, shooting everybody in the head. <laughs> fucking assholes. All right. Well, um, so let me... Alan, do you know the story? Do you know the story about uh, the so Magnus Carlsen is the number one ranked uh, chess player in the world, and he lost a match to one of the worst ranked people that are still ranked, so good enough to be ranked, but one of the mm-hmm. lowest ranked 
Um, and I don't think I know this story. No. You, oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you this clip because I'm going to also ask you if you can identify the voice in the background here. He thought Neiman had cheated. So a theory that has arisen in chess circles is that Neiman was receiving moves through Wi-Fi-enabled beads. No. That no. he had. Peter, this is NPR. On his person. My God. Can I ask you really quickly, when you go chess... Do you recognize that voice? Moves yeah, it's the guy. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Is that the end of the game? It is. Yeah, no, that's fucking Adam Burke. Oh, is Adam Burke? Yeah, let me play it again. Can I ask really quickly, when you get chess moves signal through your butt, is that known as the end game? It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that last part was Adam Burke. Yeah. I was thinking now, the first part. <laughs> Neiman, of course, has vociferously denied it, saying, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought you were talking about the host. No, I, I didn't no, hear no. the Adam Burke part at the end. So, yeah, that's, that's... so you didn't hear anything about this story? You haven't heard the story at all? No, I don't think so. So there's no proof, mm-hmm. but he, but now, now Magnus Carlson didn't claim it, but people in his camp, I think claimed it. Um, he's being more tactful than just outright saying that guy has anal beads in and <laughs> vibrating anal beads. Was that clear or not? The yeah, accusation is that somebody had vibrating or a vibrating butt plug. So what that's, what's specific is like, there's a lot of things you can put in your ass that vibrate and he chose beads. <laughs> Right? Wait, and the beads were supposed to tell him what move to well, make? Well, sure, because like everything has like a three-digit coordination thing, so you could do like oh, dot, dot, right. dot, and then the space, and then that. for. But but at the same Queen time... the Knight's Five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, now, okay. Alan, <laughs> if you've ever attempted to use any of these Wi-Fi-enabled remotes... <laughs> Yes. It never fucking works the first time. So you're not going to just be like, we'll plug that in there. And then like, if it does work, if you leave it in or if you come back to it, it loses its connection all the fucking time. So it's like, there's, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that somebody had this scam and they're like, yeah, I'm just going to shove this up my ass. Alan, I've never, I've never felt like I could, I mean, if that's, I've got some of the skills to be able to play, play chess. Like, (laughs) I just don't think that you'd be able to send a signal that would be that you could count on. So, so that's the thing. So, I, I, I'm all over the place here because I'm so horned up. Um, so, the, <laughs> the 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 there's no proof. Like, there's no proof. They, like, the here's the proof. Here's why the accusations were made. The person that beat him admitted to cheating at chess when he was 13 and cheating it when he was 16. And he's 19 now. And apparently it happens every three years. So They still let him play? What the I, fuck? I know, right? Uh, it's chess, Alan. I, I don't know. Right. So, it's not baseball. Yeah, exactly. It's not steroids. Um, <laughs> the, the, and then just, Anal beads. Rush, anal beads, right? Like, 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 so, like, that's so implausible when there's other other things you can do that you could count on I mean, more as you know as I mean? a means of cheating this seems like as a, a really as, as a means of signaling at a distance <laughs> it's you know you could fucking bang on a trash can in the dugout like there's a million things you could fucking do when you want to cheat like that that's an astros callback the, uh, the, but i mean maybe he just enjoys you know yeah, feeling. I so, but what does that have to do with playing chess? So the guy that <laughs> lost made strategic mistakes early on. Like he mm-hmm. made mistakes, and like that, like that. That's it. That's what it is. And he doesn't want to admit that. And he's just saying this so, other guy. All right. Know. So just hypothetically, Hi, uh-huh. let's just say that this is a real thing. That it really was. No, they beat. exist. I could show you. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure. Oh, they do. you mean? I'm, 
in chess. I'm oh, saying like, let's just say this is, a, this is a new trend that people are going to use Wi-Fi enabled anal beads to cheat at chess. Um, how would how would they get that out of the chess game? Like, are they going to start inspecting people before yeah. the games? To I don't sure? know. I don't know. You got to bend over. Oh my God. <laughs> They're going to lose all their security guards or they're going to have like a million people offering like, oh, can I do the inspections? Like, no, no, no. Uh, Assume the position. Let me get my flashlight. Like, I mean, if that's all it takes, I, I'd be really good at chess. <laughs> Whoa. Alan, is that, yes. is that your signal for half? That's, yeah. Right? You see, you get it? Yeah? yeah. All right. Well, according to my prostate, it's time to go to half. <laughs> talk to you later. We'll see you on the other side. All right. Hurry up. I got it. This is the B-side of our data, sports fans. Ew, other side? I just heard that. <laughs> and I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. <laughs> in the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again I don't know what this is, let me just play this okay. I, uh, I, I really didn't think this was going to be something that I uh, Come to think of it, I didn't really have a plan on anything to do when we came back from half But I just got a message from... Uh, uh, a, a show doctor uh, What do we call this? Oh, friend of the show, also doctor Yeah, but he's like our medical expert Show, right, show right. medical expert, Dr. Eric Paulson um, And this is um, Dan Orlovsky Clears up Dan Orlovsky Clears up fart controversy From Monday Night Football broadcast <laughs> I don't know anything about this can't wait. Well, this is the thing. It opens up on Fox, and Fox never fucking has the video that they say it's going to open to. Mm, right. And that's how they get their plays. It's even a picture of the person they're talking about, and it's like, here's your I headline. most of Monday Night Football, but it was at a bar. And Dan Orlovsky clears up fart you know, controversy from a Monday Night game. Football broadcast. Wait. Orlovsky worked seamlessly the rest of the night without a hitch, Dumb. but many fans wanted some clarification on his opening statement during the pregame show when some peculiar sounds were heard. When it was passed off to Orlovsky, it seemed he had relinquished a sneeze-fart combo mid-sentence during a pause. <laughs> sneeze-fart combo. But Orlovsky went right back to talking like nothing had happened. TJ I mean, Lang, a foreman for lineman, brought the uncomfortable moment up on Twitter. Starts with a sneeze-fart combo and then goes on to call a flawless game. Talk crazy? about fighting through adversity, Lang wrote. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. <laughs> well on. done, Dan Orlovsky. Olavsky claims he didn't pass gas. Lol, I wish I did, but I didn't. Followed by another reply that said, "Lol, I'm the most self-deprecating human alive." I'd say it. Is this an AI East yeah, Coast voice? voice? So it's an AI, AI East Coast aggressive voice. AI <laughs> East Coast radio show voice. Olavsky decided just... later he'd have some some fun with the situation, tweeting that a dipping sauce might have been to blame. <laughs> what are you gonna say? I think we should isolate the sneeze fart. Just sneeze fart that. combo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or at least he wanted to have some fun with what was going around Twitter. The record was set straight earlier on a Tuesday when he simply said no fart to a fan asking him for the truth. <laughs> Oloxy, who has been a bright, charismatic personality with ESPN since the network brought him on for analysis, handled the situation with grace and hilarity. 
The Bills blew out the Titans as wide receiver right. Stefan Diggs caught three touchdowns from quarterback this, Josh though. Allen, who had 317 yards it, passing I? and didn't even play the fourth quarter. Talking, Sorry, yeah. now, now i got to find this, though, right? you got to find it, okay, yeah. Okay, hold on. I was watching the Eagles game, so I didn't see that. Right. Uh, Man, the Eagles look good. That quarterback used to play for Oklahoma. Yeah, it looked really good. They're 2-0. Oh. Yeah, that was the year we had to play Joe Burrow in the fucking playoff. They scored like 70 points on us in the, the playoff game. It was oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Big, oh, come on. <laughs> okay, wait, Are you serious? On. That's a question. That's a fart. They're not even at the same time. Here, listen. He sneezes. There's a pause. And then, you know, the pressure became too much. The big... The big, the big change is the commitment to that's, running. That's How some Larry King shit right that? there. That is some Larry King shit. Do you paint your bald spot? Do you paint your bald spot? Nobody gets that. Oh, man. That, hold on. One more time. The big... The big... Come on. Come on. I mean, if it wasn't a fart, it, it definitely sounds like one. Yeah, he made a fart sound with his mouth then. I mean, whatever. I that, don't know. Yeah, Some, there was clearly. But you'd say that. You'd be like, "No, I was, I was holding back a sneeze, and I made a sound." Like right. <laughs> that. You couldn't tell the difference between it. I just did, and that. <laughs> True. All right. Well, That's fair. People didn't come That's here fair. for the farts, especially with the I mean, way no, the last segment did. ended. We talk, we're here for anal beads. <laughs> Homoerotic innuendo. <laughs> Told Natasha, and she's like, "I'm involved with you." And I'm like, yeah, but it was like on me. And she's like, who do they think that the person would be doing that? I'm like, well, I don't know. She's like, I have family that listen. And I'm like, well, it was about a news topic. She's like, it doesn't, you don't just invite your sexual proclivities into the subject. So I don't know. I mean, why do you think I brought that subject onto the show? I didn't bring it on because I thought it was interesting. I wanted to talk about, you know. The hazards of doing a show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're going to do our making fun of the left, making fun of the right. We're going to make fun of the left yeah. first. I have less okay. to talk about there, even though, trust me, there's plenty. Um, mm. But there's so much from the right that I'm afraid that I'm going to get through all those and be like, oh, we don't have time to make fun of Brandon. So I'm making fun of Brandon first. Um, he was on 60 fucking minutes, dude. Like He was. Did you he watch the whole thing? Controversial he shit. did. I so did not he, watch the whole thing. I here's, here's the first excerpts. one. This okay. is the first excerpt. that Should Chinese president xi know about your commitment to taiwan we agree with what we signed on to a long time ago and that there's a one china policy and taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence we are not moving we're not encouraging their being independent we're not let that's their decision but would u.s forces defend the island Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. After our interview, a White House official told us U.S. policy has not changed. Officially, the U.S. will not... Dude, they voiceovered the fucking president to be like, look, he's about to keep saying more things that we just... ...say whether American forces would defend Taiwan. But the commander-in-chief had a view of his own. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces... U.S. men and women would defend Taiwan. Is this Scott Pelley? I was just going to ask who the interviewer is. Scott Pelley's head looks like a cartoon character. Like, he sounds he, like he's 150 years old. I don't, like, he, he I don't mean that to be pejorative, no. but like, fuck, what Great. the hell, man? Uh, just next time you see, I'm going to show you a picture of this guy. You'll be like, yeah, it looks like a cartoon character. Okay. In the event of a Chinese invasion. Yes. 
should that's what we fucking we stepped over the that's we stopped it in the middle of the (laughs) the whole reason we were playing this so yeah would so would you would the u.s be involved and he said yes right but he said that i want to say he said that same thing a couple of times at least twice if not three times every time the white house they walk it back. Yeah, and then every and time then he's, he's like, like, no, 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 I've said this twice before. I it's fucking like what I'm, I said what I fucking mean. What would you think if you were China? You know, I if, honestly... I don't I think, think China's I, tuning into 60 Minutes to find out what the president really thinks for right. one. Right? Honestly, yeah, I think course. if I were China, I, I wouldn't think much of it at all. But I, you I would it, take advantage of that. Like, of course. Yeah. But I think China has way bigger fish to fry. Than Ooh, just... Like their zero COVID and all their uprisings are getting and the people yeah, that it's, they're... It's, uh, it's getting a little, little, little sketchy over Or there. were you talking about their housing crisis? That too. Yeah. All of that. All of the, all of the above, yes. Okay. It's getting a little, a little, um, a little unsettled. Um, and, you know, a government like that can only survive if the people are pliant or or as long as they can continue to keep them in line if they're right. not pliant you can, they can still overwhelm you with force uh um, sure. the yeah. uh yeah and what the population dynamics are on the downward slope there not that they're great here but i i they have been for a while see the thing is even though we're not a great market economy we're more of one and in our way i think we can have like creative destruction to get through bad times. Whereas if they face those same bad times with a complete planned economy like that, and on on top of that civil unrest, that, that seems like it's hard. It's harder to keep control over, but they do have all the infrastructure in place to keep everyone in line. They do modern day, like just living, walking around slave, almost, almost not slaves, but um, prisoners, prisoners. Mm-hmm. That was more of what I meant to say. Um, this is another clip from that show from the 60 minutes interview, uh, admittedly, um, a a little funnier. So he asked him a question about, uh, cognitive decline and there's a little music to this. I couldn't find cognitive decline or, or Uh, yeah, about his own cognitive decline. And I think at first I thought this music was kind of ruining it. By the time the clip ends, you're like, yeah, that's, it's perfect. So here, how would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble. My only note is the music should be quieter. They should have started mm-hmm. it quieter. Yeah. Well, even mentioning. Let me just do this. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. What? I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. What? <laughs> I mean, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of, there's not things I don't do now that I did before, whether it's physical or mental or anything else. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, get ready, Alan. Here's him on a bike. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep on taking these, these things off. Oh, God. I got my foot that's some chaka chaka chip. Did you um did you see the part where he's talking about inflation? The interviewer kind of pressed him a little bit on inflation. No, let's how... talk about that. There's a couple other things I want to talk about too that I don't have a clip for. So tell me about that. Okay. So I only saw what my conservative uh, silo told me to watch, Alan. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't tell you to watch this. I'm, oh um, damn it! You're right. I'm trying to act like I'm silo. <laughs> so um, the he, they asked they kind of pre- he presses him on inflation and he's like, well. 
It only went up like 0.1% between last month and this month. And he goes, the interviewer says straight up, are you saying 8.3% inflation is a good thing? And he says, well, no. I'm just saying it went from 8.2 to 8.3. That's not such a big deal. (laughs) He said, oh, my God. I'm taking you literally. He probably didn't say such a big deal, right? I mean, he. well, I mean, yeah, I'm no. Paraphrasing, was, wow. but it was something. I, like I was that. hoping yeah. you'd say he said exactly that. I wasn't trying. It to might like, have been. It's, it was pretty close. It's wow, pretty close. fucking Christ! Just don't, that's like um, like the impression. Was it? I don't think he really said it, but like, doesn't wasn't there a moment with George Bush where he like didn't have an, a concept of what a gallon of milk cost? Yes, there definitely. Yes, there it, it kind of reminds me of that. It's like it's only point one percent, and by the way, it doesn't matter to me, like or anyone <laughs> I know. Like yeah. we're all rich, yeah. Ten <laughs> percent for the big guy. <laughs> there, I got my bona fides back from. My, and, All right, what you know. was your? What was uh, your well, he he said the pandemic was over. Oh, that that, that, that made a lot of deal. people angry. Oh, that was a big deal. Was it was a big deal out big there. Deal. Nobody talked about it at all here. Like, I haven't met a single person that's brought it up at work. Like, Connor had a hilarious meme where it was like, the president says the pandemic is over, and people in Florida are like, there was a pandemic. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that that kid from uh, We Are the Millers. You guys are yeah. getting paid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was a good meme. The... um. Okay, so I'm going somewhere with this, though. Oh, okay. How was the student loans forgiveness justified? Um, because... It was an, an interpretation that will be challenged by the Republicans should they get power again, will, when they get power again. Of what the Department was, of Education it, had the power to it do. It was a... It was something after 9-11 that was to sort of like help people affected by 9-11. And they sort of like finesse the laws to say like the Department of Education has this sort of purview to forgive loans. And then they interpreted that as the Department of Education is in the executive branch. Therefore, the executive branch, the chief right. executive has the ability to, right, to, to forgive loans. Okay. But it was all based on um, emergency situations and emergency yes. yeah an emergency um and with the backdrop of 9-11 having been the initial case well mm-hmm. they their justification for this was the pandemic if the pandemic's over mm, interesting uh, then where's the justification uh, is that what you're saying yeah interesting yeah yeah i, I don't think I, I think um can you imagine how unpopular it would be for a an incoming republican congress or senate or and you know president. what we're gonna do we're gonna repeal the the we're just gonna, yeah. yeah can you imagine that that well, would fucking like yeah that's could you imagine taking like away like an essential like, right to 50 percent of the population that too yeah, yeah well, that's also so, so actually well. i can't imagine what you're saying then so but yeah <laughs> we'll see yeah 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 there's no like long-standing um movement towards re re what would you even call that reinstating loans like yeah we told you you didn't have to pay this oh we changed our yeah. minds you have to pay it now. yeah that's that's not gonna happen. Uh, welcome to being an iranian citizen that's uh, what, exactly know, what that's like yeah actually that is exactly what that's like oh um i'm gonna talk about iran i might be the last thing we talk about i don't want to not talk about iran so now okay. i've said it we have to talk about iran the because okay. i mean the shit that's going on there but it'll be after we Get out of yeah, there. that video you sent me on Insta, I was like, holy oh, shit. shit man. Well, there's a lot of videos. There's yeah. a lot going down there. Those people are fucking brave, too. Like uh, Very much so. Yeah. But okay. they're fucking angry for a reason. Yep. <laughs> Justifiably so. Um, yeah. This weaselly bastard came out on Constitution Day and said <laughs> this. Constitution Day was five, uh, three days ago. Hello, this is Governor Ron DeSantis. And I- DeSantis? D. DeSantis. What the fuck is this? 
Like, so if he's president, he's going to make sure that we all know it's not DeSantis. It's DeSantis. Hello, this is Governor Ron DeSantis. I can't. I can't. I can't. Is I sent he just that, trying to, like, get I, out in front of the D's nuts meme? <laughs> what is he? I don't know. What I, got, I sent that to Connor, and Connor said, like, I don't know. If he's going to enforce pronouncing it as DeSantis, I'm fully off board. And I want to wish you <laughs> a happy a, Constitution Day. 235 years ago, the founding fathers met in Philadelphia to answer a very simple question. Mm. Could we have a society? I'm not going to listen to this guy. He did this on the like the weekend after he sent those people to fucking to uh, Martha's, Martha's Vendor. Yeah. 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 Um, this is I, I, I'm, we'll come back. To, can we put a can we put a finger in Martha's Vineyard and come back to it? <laughs> I would love nothing more than to put All right, a finger. Cool. It's not on Martha's a Wi-Fi finger. vibrating enabled device. It's just a finger. Right. Right. This is this is Rhonda. Uh, So there was um, a bit of a challenge from uh, your your governor of the fine state of man. I I have a knack for pausing these at the worst place. Let me send you a picture of Ron of uh, uh, Gavin. So he had some. There's been a back and forth between. Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis. For sure. Um, it, it's building to something that isn't what this clip's about. And I'm sure you'll bring it up afterwards. But okay. uh, this is this is Ron DeSantis just being a shitty person, which if you like him, I'm sure you like him for this. Uh, the governor of California um, sent a letter to the Department of Justice saying, you need to prosecute Texas and Florida governors. And all I can say is um, I think his hair gel is interfering with his brain function. Oh, sick burn, bro. Sick burn, bro. Bro, you need some salve. <laughs> Have you seen Ron DeSantis? Have you seen his fucking hair? It's fucking slick and perfect and parted. I mean, maybe he doesn't need any hair gel since he's a greasy Italian. We let oh, these Italians God. run for office. We're gonna have an Italian fucking president. Get out of here. What's he gonna also, be loyal to the Pope? We already have a Catholic. We're gonna have a Catholic Italian. <laughs> Come on, man, papists. Also, he lives in Florida. It's very a lot of humidity there, so plenty it's, of keep your hair. You know, yeah, that's moist. hard. No, no, it's worse. It makes it frizzy. So I'm sure he has gel. Oh, he must have some product. That's not what this is all about, Alan. Uh, oh. Did you see that your governor offered Rhonda a live debate? I did. Yeah. What are they going to debate? What did they say they were going to? They're debate? not. I don't think they are. They? I don't think they are. Oh. I think DeSantis said no, didn't he? Well, I said what? Did he? I think so. Why would he say no? Wait, he has a fucking attack ad. I played it a couple weeks ago. He said, never back down. He doesn't want to smoke. I don't think, I think, I don't think there's going to be one. Oh, there better fucking be one. There's time. There's time. Um, Is this really, is this really what 2024 is going to be? That's what it is, right? It's going to be Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. So when we started the show, we had a very long streak of, well, Gavin Newsom, I mean, from my perspective, thank God he finally shot himself in the foot with the French laundry and all that stuff. So unpopular. Um, No. Like, and like, even at the time of his recall election, people were like, yeah, we fucking hate this guy, but we're not going to fall for this stunt that the Republicans were doing. But mm-hmm. like somewhere between the, but I'm, I'm, I'm using that as a mile marker to say, even then it was pretty much understood that his chance at global, no global, wow, national <laughs> politics are over with. Um, what's I changed mean, between cons- then and now? Just time? Considering the. The candidates options. that we've seen run for he's for all but office. said if biden he's like i'm not running i'm not running but if biden says he's not Doesn't. running then i'm i'm running but i'm not running i mean he definitely has the ambition um and i think he would do well in a debate against DeSantis. he's um, an old style of 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 american politician 
not old style as in like a throwback. He's his version of an American politician just passed us. The, the, the neocon neoliberal, uh, like that, that, that style of what they promise you and what they think that the population wants, that's mm. age. That's past. That's past us by. Nobody wants that anymore. I almost feel like he's he might be young enough to still sort of capture people um, that you know that maybe you might think would be a, a bygone era. Dude, he'd I be think. all but but like I don't he's he's not a good executive. Like he doesn't oh. follow the rules he sets forth. He has that's true. he promotes bad ideas and he does them because they sound good, which like I get the sound good part. Like just don't trap yourself into a box where you have to do something that sounds good. That is actually bad. They you brought know, I, back I, affirmative I, I, action in California. I imagine that at some point I might have to, uh, do a Connor style, uh, defense of Gavin. I think you would. Running for yeah. president oh my God. You, did this, you just realize that's a future show. reality? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm not going to do it now. Uh, yeah. cause it's not a thing yet. Um, I, I don't know. I like. I definitely have issues with the guy. Nobody's asking uh, for this. Like nobody's yeah. saying, "God, in 2024, I hope it's either Ron DeSantis, like like, yeah, but we it's authoritarianism Trump and <laughs> on the right, or the the. I mean, I don't know what else you would call what happened in Cal in California during the lockdowns, uh, other than authoritarianism. Like it might be what you preferred out of your fear for the virus and the comfort in your own life to be able to stay at home. But it, it certainly was telling people what to fucking do and arresting people at the beach. Like never fucking forget when they shut down the beaches and arrested the guy out on his paddleboard, like never yeah, forget that I, shit. I feel like it was and the governor didn't say, don't do that. I feel like it was a very different experience based on what County you live in, in California. They did I that shit did in not... San Diego where I was at. I did not feel it as much where I live, although there's all don't have were... beaches, dog. That's why we have beaches. Yeah, They're not beaches, like San Diego right. beaches, but there's beaches. Yeah, you got to drive um, all the way out to Stetson. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I said, I have issues with the guy. Um, and is that the leadership would not... you would ask for? No. Okay. No. All right. It's good enough. But uh, oftentimes, it feels like in politics, that's not our option. Which is what we cover a lot on the show, That's right? Why I don't like, vote because if I vote, I'm endorsing it. Right. Like yeah. you're giving me shit and I'm going, well, let me just pick one of these. It's like, well, what you're saying is I'm picking one to say I wholeheartedly agree with this. And when you look at your vote tabula tabula tabulations, tabulations later, yeah. you count me as one of the people that signed off on your fucking decision making ability. Right. No, fuck no, no, no. It's like, yeah, oh, I, I get the argument. It's obvious. Oftentimes it is. The least of two bad options, right? Like, and, and no matter what, they're going to go kill brown people on the other side of the planet. Yes, that does sometimes close. Yeah, yes. Well, still on that subject with uh, Martha's Vineyard scandal, uh, and especially with Ron DeSantis and everything we were talking about uh, on that coast, um, Trump even uh, weighed into that at one of his oh. speeches in Ohio this weekend. I knew he didn't like Ron DeSantis, but I and I'm calling for the death penalty for drug dealers and human traffickers. That's a little extreme, Donald. It's a bit, like, yeah. bit much, yeah. But, I mean, technically he did move people to other places uh, at somewhat <laughs> misleading circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. Apparently spent almost $950,000 to do it of taxpayer like 12, money. 12000 12, per person, I thought. They, they gave the brochures. <clears throat> they were like, yeah, we're promising you jobs and like did, welfare yeah. assistance for the first eight months or something. I don't know. I'm picking mm -hmm. numbers. But, like, that, that's, that's true. Yes, and none of that true. was none of that existed. None of that was there. real. Yeah. 
No, that was real. I mean, that shouldn't and be Now funny. there's a sheriff from Texas who has... Actually, I have the tweet. Um, sheriff Salazar, he says, I've officially opened a criminal investigation against the individual who oh. lured and transported 48 migrants Whoa. from the Migrant Resource Center in San Antonio, Texas to Martha's Vineyard. If you or someone you know has been intact, impacted, you know, he says... Yeah. Oh, well, dude, well, that's, but, that's worth fucking talking about. They were, they were at the Migrant Resource Center. Those in fucking Texas. In Texas. In Texas. How did DeSantis even get, like, what? <laughs> this is I, so weird. I'm trying to not rush to judgment on this. Because I kind of realized last week that I was passing a lot of opinions on this. Where, uh-huh. where I mean, this is an opinion show. But I, sure. I kind of pride myself on some of these things get settled later. And you don't have to have an idea. And that was literally the day we were recording that it happened. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, a week's gone by. I stand by everything I fucking said last week. You don't do this I with fucking people. Agree. You know, And it's just... Well, here, here's the, we normally play her when we're making fun of the left. Here's uh, Jean-Luc Picard, the um, White House press secretary. Oh, okay. It's uh, Karine Jean-Pierre. We've been asked about if we're going to take any legal action. I would refer that to the Department of Justice. But there is a process. There's a process of taking in migrants. There's a process that is in place. And what they are doing is a legal stunt, is a, is a, is a political stunt. Political stunt, not legal. Um, and uh, and it's it's really just disrespectful to humanity. Uh, it is it doesn't afford them any dignity. What they're doing when you are abandoning families uh, and children uh, in a place where they were told they were going to get housing, in a place where they were told they were going to get jobs, or abandoning in the DC on the DC streets, uh, it is just cruel. And it's not about uh, it's not about the process. Actually, it's about a political tool, a political. So that's exactly what I said last week. I was to say that's kind of what you said. Last and week. and I kind of gave those responses right off the bat. Like that was yeah. right off the top of my head there. So I, I, you know what? This yeah, is good a, on you. This is a good episode of me good congratulating myself. This is like Obama giving Obama the medal, <laughs> which didn't happen. There aren't two Obamas. One Obama. That's just a Photoshop. Just in case the tan suit happened, the tan suit did happen. Nobody did gave him happen. an award for that. No. Um, yeah. So there's other flights expected. I saw some stories about um, some plane landed in somewhere in Florida, Sarasota. Is that where the capital is? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it had like no numbers on its tail fin. Um, oh. I, I don't know. I'm not an aviation expert. That they. Uh, that yeah. There's expected to be more flights. I believe. He's in trouble oh. for this, man. Like if he, if that, the, the punishment for what that sheriff's investigating this, I said last week that this is, again, I'm congratulating myself. I said last <laughs> week that this is, uh, this reminds me of Bridgegate and it's, mm-hmm. it seems to be catching on. And, I agree. Yeah. And the fact that taxpayer money was spent to do it, as you <laughs> pointed out last week, yeah. like, holy shit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's this is uh and he didn't have to he didn't have to because where were they from Texas oh and that's what (laughs) I was gonna say so that's a fucking so I didn't know this at the time last week we still had a lot of questions the those were processed migrants they were people that for some reason or another didn't have the ability to go out and get a job but they'd been vetted like Mm -hmm. that wasn't thank you Petra I don't know if you heard her Uh, (laughs) that they they were those weren't people that they just picked up and no. from the border and throw them on a bus and put them on a plane. Like, yeah. like that, that makes that worse. This is what you do to the people that you said that, you know, okay, you came here and we're going to put you through this process. And on the other side, eventually you'll be allowed to be here. And that's the way we fucking treat them. Like, I'm not saying it'll go this extreme, but when we do that in other countries, we understand that that creates terrorists. Mm-hmm. 
What do you think that's going to do to the people that live here? They're our citizens. Alan, what guess? Now I'm leading you. Guess mm. what demographic has the highest employment rate? Oh, interesting. Hispanic men. Is it Hispanic? Okay. Men. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe that. Yeah. So, guess who has a labor shortage? <laughs> the United States of America. Everywhere. Yes. Like, there, and if only, and guess what sectors are missing uh, labor specifically? Construction. Specific? Service industry. Yeah, yeah. Mostly either high turnover or low paying jobs. Sometimes that overlaps. Those, mm -hmm. these are low skilled entry level positions are having the hardest time. And this is exactly the sector that gets solved with legal immigration, legal immigration. The yes. solution to this is to find a way to speed up the process of getting the people that are coming here, legal citizens, they're paying taxes anyway, mm -hmm. get them in there, fucking document them, do all the shit that you want to do. Get a fucking barcode tattooed on them. Follow them around. <laughs> monitor them via their cell phone. Do all the shit that you do to all the other American citizens. Treat them mm -hmm. that same fucking way. Because you're fucking followed. Like, what What do you think we talk about this type of shit that, like in that, that video before about how, how easily they can track everything that you do? Like, mm. trust me. Like, if they get away with, with make, committing a crime, that's kind of on our legal system at this point. Like, they, they've, <laughs> they've been vetted. We bring them in. We make it easier to make them citizens. And then you just let them be the, the, the thing that has constantly throughout our history changed our the face of our country for the better. For the, immigration has been a net positive for this country. It will for, change who we are. And it and it goes centuries. back to that clip from the first that's, half where it's that's about, not a bad thing. No, that thing about conservatism being being in love with what your country is. Don't right. let that mean it it can't be reflected in a future generation that change it it's inevitable. There will be change. And I know that there's a desire to like slow down the rate of it. But right now, the if you demonize these people that are coming here for a better life, you are making them the thing that you're afraid of them being. And just like the easiest way of proving that is if you want to come to into the U S via Mexico, most likely you're going to give someone from a cartel $10,000 at least mm -hmm. they're going to get yeah. you across the border. You don't have $10,000 and they know that. And this right. is, this is what, so, so, so this is like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You didn't have an easier way for them to get here. So they chose that. Now they are the criminal. You said they were, they didn't want to, they just wanted to come here. They got stuck in TJ. Right. Like I lived on a fucking border I mean, town. I'm an expert on this. I promise you. Like, and as somebody, and who I has, wanted to get a job in um, at Border, border Patrol. Patrol. Like I, yeah, I remember. Like I, I don't not know anything about this. It and might sound like who, I, I, I realize how much I've been stepping on you. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I, it might sound like I'm all wishy washy and I'm open open borders. No, I'm not. I'm just saying that, like I said last week, there is no solution to this that is going to make anyone happy. No matter what the solution is to the issue at the border, it, it's going to affect people poorly and that's going to affect some that's going to upset somebody but okay i i so i think i've said this on the show before um but as somebody who has employed uh immigrants from all over the world for i mean decades at this point i dude i had a fucking guy work for me who was a diplomat from pakistan 
And he came here Pakistan. because his country was going to shit. And he was like, I got to get the fuck out. I got to get my, my family here. And he worked for me wow. in a retail job. This guy was a fucking diplomat, yeah. bro. Like, I, they're some of the hardest working no. people I've ever met. We've, we've had, like, Filipino doctors working in our copy center when we worked at Staples. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was like, yeah. yeah, I'm a doctor in the Philippines. I have to go through medical school again here. Again. Yeah. Because my degree doesn't count I here. I get it. I don't yeah. need no Philippines trained doctors. But still, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like like it's so frustrating. And to your point, we just need a process to make this work. And it it feels like this. That this was where I was going. When I fizzled out a- there, that's where I was going. Is that like yes, we're gonna upset someone, but the best thing we can do is stop making these people. Stop well, demonizing them and, and making them illegal. You know, gun owners make this is, gun owners make the same argument all the time. Like you should be able to relate to this. I wasn't an illegal gun owner until you changed the laws about the guns I already owned. Like right. like make the law easier for these people who are coming here and wish to be here, not be ostracized. Right. Right. I mean, immigration reform has been such a third rail of American politics for so long. Nobody wants to touch it because it's so polarizing. But like it should not be this hard. Like, we we understand the problem. We understand that this is a net benefit for our country. Like, we should be able to figure this out. Yep, yep. All right, well, we're supposed to be making fun of the right. Um, oh, sorry. I know, it's fine. I got a clip <laughs> that is... Let's move up to... I'm going to skip this next one. Let's do... Uh, last week, you were saying, what's that thing called? And I said, I don't know. And I think it was cognitive dissonance. Is that yes, what you were trying to... Yes, 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 yeah. So here's yes, a good example yeah. of it again. This is actually better than the ones we showed last week. So a man on the street at a Trump rally. Uh, here we go. That was there January 6th. You were at January 6th? I was there January wow. 6th. Wow. Do you think that uh, the other people there were there with Antifa? Oh, absolutely. There's people there with Antifa. Let me ask you a question. Why would Antifa want to disrupt the certification of the vote for president who they would support? Well, no. I, no. I, that's, that's the brain working. And as mm-hmm. we've talked about here, this isn't me being snarky. As we've talked about here, uh, research scientists have put people under MRIs while they go through this. And they get faced with a fact that is against their worldview. And at right. first, there's this sort of like coping to deal with it and the brain fires in the same way you do when you're like under attack and then once you come up with a solution to that dopamine floods in to reward you for overcoming that obstacle i just think he was he was done by the the democrats that antifa was by the democrats antifa was by the democrats but they would have wanted biden to to be sworn uh sworn right now he's riding high he's getting his dopamine right now eventually oh absolutely yeah so why would they have it uh you know uh stormed the capitol I don't know. Don't got to work on that one. Just, I don't know. That works. I already got my dope. Why would I care? I'm happy right yeah, now. I'm, like, I'm fine. Man, I'm not picking on a group, right? Like I'm picking no. on a thing people are doing right now. Yeah. Like I wish, like that guy has family that may, maybe a lot of them agree with him, but that guy has family that are struggling to, to help him realize how logically inconsistent he's being. I'm sure he does. And there's, so I actually fizzled out before I got to this earlier, or I got distracted probably on three different tangents. Um, (laughs) uh, It was about um, the elections changing and how they're saying the the Republicans are losing their lead and how Mm -hmm. much I don't quite trust that. There's going to be 15% that are solid, always going to be QAnon, MAGA. Like, like I'm not saying all MAGA is QAnon. I'm saying the the overlap of those two sure. is about 15 percent of our population, and there's nothing. I we think can that's do. right. Yeah. That's a that's a big chunk, man. Like, what is it that? Is. One sixth? Well, no, one. 
Huh? It's a little more than a six, nope. but yeah. Nope. One, That'd be two, 90. Three, four, five, six. A little more than one sixth. Hey, I was closer than. I was mostly right. <laughs> it's close. half of a third. A little less than half of a third. Yeah. So a little less than one sixth. Oh, <laughs> one sixth, January 6th. Mm, oh. Look into it. You should Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, uh, that group, maybe nobody has been more touted by Trump specifically than Herschel Walker. Um, you know, I'm not that smart. And he's that preacher, he's a... <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought it was pausing it and it was just great that it kept playing. So, that was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to play the whole clip. Um, okay. so Herschel Walker has a debate coming up with Raphael Warnock in Georgia <laughs> to be Senator, the next Senator, because Warnock was filling a seat, right? Yeah. So, he, <laughs> by the way, that debate is going to be such a fucking disaster. Well, and here's so this is one of the two contestants of the debate. This is mm. former football player, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Herschel. Herschel Walker. Walker. I was going to say Marshall Falk. Herschel Walker. Sorry, Marshall. <laughs> Herschel Walker, the Republican candidate, heavily endorsed by Trump. So I'm preparing. I'm this country boy. You know, I'm not that smart. And he's that preacher. He's a smart man. Wear these nice suits. So he's going to show up and embarrass me at the debate October the 14th. Just, you know, I'm not that smart. Just fucking tune in. He's like, he's like, <laughs> here's the date. Uh, this is what it's going to look like. Like, come on, man. He's already setting low expectations. Like, you know, I'm not that smart. It's I, is he just looking at sympathy points at this point? Like, is he just like, does he know how? Like, no, he's delusional. He thinks he's still got a chance, right? Because yeah, that sounds like somebody knows. looking for sympathy points. Like. Yeah, no, I, that might be the most honest thing he said into a microphone this year. But, like, I, I don't think he's... I, I think no, he I believed think. what he said when he thought the air was going to go to China and then come back here. And, <laughs> I think he believed that, too. Okay, all right. Well, I think he believed that, too, then. Um, this is from Bob Seska's show. I listen to Bob Seska's show once a week when Buzz Burbank's on there because he's a radio god. Mm-hmm. Um, this is... So, I actually... I don't... So, I don't watch Tucker Carlson. Um, Bob... Or do I? Yeah. And Bob was playing, he's been bringing up for the last couple of weeks, um, not, not just Tucker Carlson, actually it started with that Matt Walsh guy, the guy that, um, right wing podcast and kind of troll, but sometimes he has some interesting points, but, um, you know, a lot of people make interesting points. I thought he was on America's most. Yeah. Uh, code Adam guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that John Walsh? It might be John Walsh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Walsh is convinced that the Boston Children's Hospital is saying that all children are born trans and they are mutilating children and changing the sex of children. What the fuck? Well, Alan, of course they would think that. They had an expert come on and tell them that. You know who that expert was? Do the tell. person that hosts, that, that runs the Libs of TikTok account, <laughs> which is a, an account. We know the story with them, right? We've talked about them here. Um, they... They are an influence account that became like blew up and, and became a part of like Tucker Carlson as a contributor on, on, on Fox. Like essentially gave him talking points. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So this is just like incestuous, right? Like the fact Mm. that, uh, who, who did I say this is from this? So, so Matt Walsh and now Tucker Carlson is in on that too. And this is Tucker talking about that. I just need to, I kind of, maybe I wasn't clear. Children's hospital. <laughs> you were so, clear. 
So Matt Walsh and prominent conservatives are targeting children's hospital. Like, I feel like if I liked this guy, this is like the type of thing that would make me like, these are the people that like when Rob Spiewak's kid had cancer, they, they went to the children's hospital and like right. make a wish. And like, like these are the people that are saving lives and like, and you're just, why are you doing this? Well, um, and, and, and the thing is like, if you, if you, if, if you pay attention to the news, like me and you do, and like our listeners do, you can read the future on this. You know how this goes. There is a time in the future where someone's going to bring a gun down into that pizza parlor and mm-hmm. show those doctors that they shouldn't have been doing that. And the reason right. I feel that way is because Tucker's saying shit like this. The action. We used to say, oh, our society doesn't care about children. That's not what this is. What you're seeing is a society that hates children. You would have to hate children in order to sexualize them because sexualizing children screws them up for life. Ask anyone to whom it's happened, period. No one should put up with this. No parent should put up with this for one second. The things that he's outraged about and saying this inflammatory language about are not fucking happening. This for one second, no matter what the law says, your duty, your moral duty is to defend your children. This is an attack on your children and you should fight back. This This is an attack on your children and you should fight back. It's a call to action. It's a call to action. If it doesn't happen, it will be amazing. When it does, we need to remember that people are instigating. Like, I, I don't think it was too much of a stretch when, like, the New York Times and everybody was trying to say that Tucker led to the uh, Great Replacement theory, mm-hmm. uh, promoting it, and um, and the the shooter in Buffalo citing it. I, sure, I, 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 it's not. It definitely isn't a to b to c it's a to b to e but i can mm-hmm. understand how you got to e like you skimmed sure. the surface it's on a direct C line to D. but you, you get it yeah but this right here like there's going to be something horrible like you got to stop fucking targeting the children's fucking hospital have a fucking soul man you know like I, you're, I, like your crt I, propaganda and all this shit about gender doesn't have to go down this fucking path man like we have really a doesn't. we have a functional society that we can live in and 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 make the world better with because of all the tools at our fingertips, we don't have to get distracted by these diversions that aren't real. And, and here's the part where I'm going to sound really partisan, um, but I, I also. What do you think I just sounded like? Uh, <laughs> I think that um, look, differences of opinion are fine. Yeah, and I, I talk to people. We talk to people on the show all the time that I don't agree with, and maybe you don't agree with. Um, we don't always agree. We did like, two shows with Ron DeSantis. <laughs> we 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 that's fine like yeah. i i understand if we disagree on things that we can disagree on right what the problem is there's some things you can't disagree bullshit. on yeah this is this is alternate realities yeah. is what this fucking yeah. shit is and and i i don't know i can't like maybe we have, we probably do if, if you listen to this show and you like tucker carlson Come on and defend him. Like, I don't know how you fucking do that. Like, I, I two, two like, different groups are taking advantage of facts of the same facts in two different ways. So, you know how um, I, I always forget because I'm not a biologist, which mm. is X, Y, X, X. What, what is it? Chromosomes. X, yeah. 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 X, Y is female. I okay. Think, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Not sure. And right. X, X, X is male. Okay. So I think there's. X, Y, Y and the, or X, X, there's like Kleinfeld. There's different combinations. Yeah. Well, there's, 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 there truly are people in these like borderline areas, other zones. And yes. we don't talk about it. And a lot of times they just say like, well, that's mostly a girl. We'll raise you as a girl and have your parents have a 
mm-hmm. that intimate conversation with you when puberty hits. And I, I believe that one group is saying that in a somewhat genuous way of and a genuous way of saying like, because of this, open your eyes to that reality and realize that gender isn't as black and white as male, and female. There's sure. people that run with that. And a lot of them get to a point where you can genuinely mock them because they're becoming, it's, it's hard to be serious. And then this is the other direction. This is right. taking that fact and saying, therefore doctors are birthing babies and altering their gender. Right. And then like, he says something true. in this where you say, says something like they're taking babies and cutting their breasts off. Of course that isn't happening. Puberty doesn't happen for another 12 years. Like, yeah, that doesn't even make any sense, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to because it's emotional. Right. Right. Well, this is also but, tough. But that's the problem. I know. I know. Thing. I know. Oh, and they God. vote and they vote. This is, but this is also Tucker. It's on the style of Japanese internet pornography, which translates roughly into English as exploding milk porn. So what's going on here? Why don't you tell me, Tucker? You seem to know so much about this. Is that a good palate cleanser? <laughs> that was a good right. palate cleanser. By the way, uh, you can find any kind of porn you want on the internet because people are, you know, they're out there. There's, there's plenty of kinks. To yeah, go is that rule? So is that free. rule? Oh, the post- is, is that rule forty-three or what is that? What's the rule? Or if if you can think of it, it exists as pornography. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, from one right-wing talking point distraction from abortion <laughs> rights to the other, because this is all this is, right? They're yeah. just trying to get people talking about something other than the fact that... A different culture war. That they're, well, yes, any other culture war other than the one that's going to cost them their election in 2020. Right. So right. Uh, I'm aware of that, listeners. I hope you are aware of that. We are required to teach slavery the post reconstruction. I'm, I'm not playing this. At some point, there's just been too much DeSantis on this show. Um, at some point, he says that no one questioned slavery until they read the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, I think you asked Connor uh, whether there were any things that um, DeSantis has said that he disagrees with. And he sent yeah. me that saying, this might not have been what Alan was talking about, but I definitely <laughs> disagree with him here. So. <laughs> He's a, he's a reasonable person. Um, sure. Here is last week you had asked me, I had mentioned binders full of women. And I said that it was uh mittens Romney's uh, downfall in the 2012 election. Right. Here, here's, here's the audio. So this was a town hall debate and it was pretty much the end of his campaign. I said, well, gosh, can't we, can't we find some, some women that are also qualified? Get ready. Wow. Get ready, Alan, because on that basis, I'm sure you're about to hear some inflammation. This is 2012. This was this is what passed for scandal in 2012. This ended a presidential campaign. Some women that are also qualified. And uh, and so we we took a concerted effort to go out and find women who had backgrounds that could be qualified to become members of our cabinet. What a scumbag. And then he grabbed them by the pussy. Jesus, Alan. I went to a number of women's groups and said, can you help us find folks? And they brought us whole binders full of, uh, of women. <laughs> I was proud of the fact that after I staffed my cabinet and my senior staff. I- it like, this is like when you watch your favorite TV show from like 2000, 2001, you're like, wow, this is bad. Like, yeah, you're like, this is kind of cringe. That didn't yeah. age. At, that, that, <laughs> that, can you imagine that killing any candidate's career? Like I get binders full of women is a bad choice of words, but I don't not understand what you were saying. Like, I feel like, I, I feel don't, like Trump, Trump could have said it. It would have been fine, but anybody else. Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. 
Um, these don't really fit under, let's see, do I want to talk about this? Mm, that Pompeo, I'm going to skip it. Well, okay. This doesn't really fit. This didn't really fit under either making fun of the right or making fun of the left. This is Pompeo at a function like, like 24 hours ago before well, as the time we're recording this. Um, okay. The, the, I'll let you guess. Why don't you guess what organization sponsored this, uh, this dinner? We just very clearly a dinner, as you can tell from all the fucking plate noises of this nature. The first, it's like any good 12 step program. The first thing you have to do is acknowledge you have a problem. Do you hear all the fucking plates clanging? I do. I do. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Can you imagine giving a speech and it's just people carving up steaks? (laughs) And for goodness, since 1972, Maybe since 1982, we refused to acknowledge that China was at war with us. Did I tell you who this is? Uh, you said it was... Mike Pompeo. Mon- yeah, he's a YouTube. So, Mike, former director of FBI or CIA? And Secretary of State? Secretary of State, no. yeah. Yeah. One, one of the spy agencies and Secretary of State outgoing under Trump. Um, just acting like that's still his fucking job. That China was at war with us. All right. Uh, China was conducting economic warfare against the American people in the deepest, most dangerous ways. And for for at least 20 or 25 of those years, we uh, we sought to engage more. And you know, that may have made sense for 20 years or 25 years. It's now demonstrably untrue that that's going to make the American people safer and more secure. So I got to say, I um, I'm being real shitty towards him, and you'll know why in a second why I have so much doubt. I don't disagree okay. with anything you just said, right? Like, yeah, is there anything there either. that you're like, no, no, that's spot on. So like, yeah. do not confuse me as being a partisan here just because it's Mike fucking Pompeo saying it. That, that's true. Like the idea was we'll bring China in and instead they altered us. Right. That, um, or at least didn't, didn't at least did not fulfill what we expected. They would sure. based on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but it's not like there was a contract. It was just expectations. Sure, sure. Um, here's why I'm so skeptical about anything coming out of his mouth in that function. That mm. was a function called uh, a dinner party thrown by Israel Heritage Foundation. So all I can hear when I hear that is Israel wants us to go to war with China. Otherwise, mm. they, they wouldn't have paid him to go there and say that. Like, just they wouldn't have. Like, you're, you read the same fucking book I have, you, and, and you've been paying attention to the same foreign policy over our whole lifetime. This is not anti-Semitic. This is Israel as a country has been so manipulative over our politicians and our foreign policy, and it has never been for our benefit. I mean, short of like a couple instances where maybe they like helped foil a, a terrorist attack, something like that. But like anytime that they fund our politicians or stop funding as a response. It has only been for something that is their self-interest that has been detrimental to us. Yeah, no, I, I just, I just, I actually just finished that book and like, you got like an hour left. He, I, <laughs> it, they, he actually asserts a point, which I believe in this book where he says, look, if APAC wants something passed, It'll get past like ninety nine to one in the Senate, <laughs> and pretty close to like ninety percent in the House too. Yeah. Like that's the kind of influence they have over our government. Because and 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 they're not a pack. There are other packs. They're not a pack. Right. They're a uh, political action corporation. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not whatever. a. It's not whatever PAC normally stands. It's not for. a normal pack. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. They get I mean, away with that and they use that as cover and that fucking. I, I understand that there's just this reflex to say that that saying that is anti-Semitic and I'm not at all. And I know you're not. No, either. I don't fucking want to talk about that. Like that's no, not an important but, part of that story to me. It's but a, it has been such a disaster for our foreign policy as, uh, as a country. It's, I mean, particularly with Iran, definitely, but other countries as well. Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to even overstate how big of right. an influence they've had. Right. Like it's just massive. It's it's incredible. I'm gonna skip this next audio. I had uh, a friend of the show, Matt Ritzman, sent in something. I, I can summarize it. It's just uh, Biden had Biden's trying to get dark money out of uh, out of packs. Actually, no, I'll fucking play this. It's actually related. Kind of didn't even realize that. Here's some of the things it would do. Advocacy, group, advocacy groups that run ads to influence elections would have to disclose any contribution above $10,000 that they receive. And foreign entities would be banned from making any contributions for these ads, period. Republicans should join Democrats to pass the Disclosure Act and get it on my desk right away. He gets on to some more partisan shit. I didn't would, realize would, how well that applied to what we were talking about, so I'm glad I played it. Wouldn't that directly controvert Citizens United Supreme Court? Like ruling? Like, no, they would like- just have to be open about it. All it, all it says is that we, we right now there's ways that they can donate without us knowing who they are. And now it'll just expose who the names are. And they can't be non-citizens. And Citizens United basically said corporations are citizens. So it can't be right. a citizen outside of the country. So that I don't think it would undermine it. No. Okay. I don't I agree with that. Citizens United. I can United, see that going to court and getting overturned. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Especially this court. Well, but- yeah. Or... Yeah, yeah, or a different court. It could overturn Citizens United, too, so we'll see. Sure. Um, that was a lot more related than I realized. I'm glad I didn't skip it. I yeah. have a couple of things to play about January 6th, and then we're going to play a quick audio about Iran. You got time? Yeah, of course. Right, so this is... So I didn't listen to the episode where they summarized that judge that uh, that agreed to the special master request because you summarized it for us here on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't feel like I looked at it. I was like, I'm going to play this. I'm like, why would I sit through an hour of that? Alan told me everything about it. So they did have they, right. So they did have a follow up to that though, and I don't know if you listened to that one. Uh, I did. Okay, so I have two clips. This first one's about a minute long. This is the host of that show. He's rarely oh, very so. opinionated. Um, this subject really seems to piss him off. He seems to, he seems to balance the middle very well, sometimes Mm -hmm. even being very sympathetic for the right. And Mm -hmm. so like this, that's part of what I like about this show. The, but, but he, he is offended by the decision-making process. And I think it's just because of his legal training. Yeah. He's like, like, as (laughs) yeah, he's like, nobody should get away with making a mockery of this. This is my fucking job. This is my career. I take this seriously. Like it's how I feel about other tradesmen that do a shitty job. I'm like, dude, come on, man. You're making us all look bad. (laughs) Yeah. The reason to have a special master is when you search a lawyer's office and you get a lot of stuff that could implicate a lot of different clients' confidence. I feel like we've talked about it a few times where I ask you, like, why are they doing this? And you've sort of said it in a few ways, but I, I hadn't heard it quite this way. So he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. so if you search and you get a bunch of different information, it might be helpful to have someone to parse that out. Right. You want somebody who's not the government to sort that stuff. As a general matter, when we conduct a search warrant, we don't say there's two levels, three levels of review here. One, 
Uh, a judge has to approve the warrant to the Justice Department has to follow the warrant in so good faith. You know, three, the defendant, if anyone's charged, can move to suppress stuff. And four, we appoint a special master. We never do that, that. is not the normal rule. And mm -hmm. the question and I don't think anything about this case suggests that we should add that as a normal rule uh, to the normal process by which a judge reviews the matter. Right. Like, like I can cut him off. Yeah. Like it's just. It, we have that we have processes in place. There's no need to add this other layer. Like, yeah. And it's not it's reasonable there. to expect it. So <clears throat> no, I so, think at one point he says like the whole justice department would grind to a halt if this was the standard that we're going to put. In place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, here's, a, here's, here's sort of, I think, I think this is about 15 minutes later in the show, but I think this sort of bookends it really well. You know, the government's position will be, has been, and will continue to be anything stamped top secret is by definition not personal property. It is the government's property. And if you're housing it at your house, it's because you stole it, not because you're entitled to have personal classified material. And the, the, the second point is that it is analytically nonsensical for the to demand review from outside the executive branch of claims of executive privilege from review within the executive branch. All right. That last part was a little convoluted. Can you say that? You know how you say, can I say what you said differently? Can you do that with him? <laughs> I can try. I can try. Um, so first of all, the, the the DOJ attempted to say that in their appeal, because the the uh, judge said, no, you can't even look at these documents or do anything with them until it goes through the special master. Um, they, they said, well, how about just these hundred documents that are classified as top secret? Like, can we just get those? Like, clearly... The, none of the privileges apply to a top secret document. And the judge is like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and it's so funny in the podcast, like they're, they're actually like, you know, it's like the DOJ sort of gave this just this judge, like a sort of an off ramp to like save face. Right. Cause, she, cause her initial decision is realistically not no reasonable. Sense. And they're like, <laughs> okay, sense. so can we carve out a little way of using your yeah. logic to allow you to still get out of this and say, okay, but only these little, this small amount. Right. And she's like, uh, no, no, we can't. What he's talking about with executive privilege is a whole other thing. Okay. Which so is like, yeah, good. No, go, ahead. go ahead. He said someone, you're not going to have someone outside of executive to determine whether I, that was where it got a little confused. So if, if you're going to claim executive privilege, you have to be in the executive branch. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, like it just doesn't, it makes no sense to have somebody outside of the executive branch prove that executive privilege makes, that it actually stands. That sounds a little like, I can't imagine what it's like to be a parent because I don't have kids. You know what I will say? They they say sui generis way too often in that podcast. And I'm like, can you, just say, can you just say unique? Like, can we just, <laughs> can, we fucking, like can we just not? Unique's a good enough word. Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, no one's like, going to be like, he doesn't have any mastery of language. Look at his. No, like, I understand. Vocabulary. Like, vocabulary is important. Yeah. But, like, come on. Like, yeah. let's, let's move past yeah. that shit. Especially when you say it more than once, right? That's like, right. <laughs> like in Bond movies, you know that that trick that you use to kill that bad guy, you can use on the next 10 bad guys, but you can't yeah, yeah. come up with a new trick. Like, no, it's, yeah, otherwise, it's not impressive. So, do you know who's going to have to pay for this special master? Oh, I don't. The Trump, no. Trump, Trump's legal team. 
<laughs> that was established in this. They were like, by the way, the cost for this will be paid for by you no matter what. Um, it's kind of funny, too, because the uh, the special master that the Trump team. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Here, That's my next question. Why did that, they why did they pick that, this guy? I don't know. <laughs> so they picked this guy because is that what you're going to ask? Yeah, I was like, why would they do that? That makes no sense. He was the one who um, authorized the Carter Page. Yeah, yeah. So he was a FISA judge. FISA lawyer. lawyer FISA judge. Or yeah, judge. Yeah. And so they believed that they just assumed because of that, that that meant he was questioning, he would question the intelligence agencies, which I this mean, is being investigated by the uh, intelligence agencies. So, right. Um, and the yeah, Justice Department was like, well, yeah, if you guys want him, sure, we'll take yeah, him. Yeah, it's like, it's like they didn't even look. At, like, like that's one of their things is that Carter Page, uh, what, um, they, they should have never authorized that warrant? Yeah. Is that what it was, wiretap? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And actually, so the judge that, by the way, sitting judge, but he's like on, I don't know, special assignment or whatever, so he doesn't have any doc, uh, cases on the docket. He um, already, I think today there was some news, um, that he's like, look, you're telling me that these documents were declassified by the president, uh-huh. but you haven't given me any, any evidence that they have been. Uh-huh. And, and, and what the is Justice the- Department is saying that they are classified. So if you give me no evidence and the DOJ says they are classified, I'm going to have to side with the DOJ. So what do you got? That's pretty much what he did said. Did you hear what the lawyers said to that? I, what did he say? They said... We're not going to give you the answer as to how we know that they're classified. They're saving it. Do you know why they're saving it? Why? They said they're saving it to use for his defense. Oh, my God. That means after he's indicted. So they know he didn't declassify them because they could give that information and he wouldn't get indicted. But instead, they're going to use it as his defense. And they're saying so now. Like... I guess this should be unsurprising, but this is such what's, a clown car what, of like what's interesting is figuring lawyers. out what way he's gonna get away with it because he's gonna keep getting away with this to quote uh, Jesse Pinkman, who actually do a great <laughs> voice impression of which not right now only Mr. White, yeah, bitch. No, I can't do it. I have to have a more raspy voice. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, his former legal counsel Eric Hirschman. Mm-hmm. He uh, he he was being questioned by some some sub department of the DOJ. I don't know mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. It wasn't yet at the grand jury, but he's also okay. going to go talk to the grand jury in uh, Georgia. But uh, when questioned, he explained that late 2021, he was aware that Trump had these documents. And he told Trump that you need to, and he said this in his, um, what is this word? Deposition. Yeah. In his deposition that he, he testified that he had told Trump that he needs to get those back to the DOJ. Otherwise he'll be in, uh, he'll be legally hot water. He'll be in hot water. So, so now there's proof that Trump was told that. And afterwards Mm -hmm. Trump gave some of them back. In, um, but not all. I'm not a lawyer, but this is called conscious consciousness of guilt, conscientiousness yep. of guilt. Yep. yep. So that's typically the hardest thing to prove in a case like this. Mm-hmm. But they have it now. They have it. So yeah, lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. Um, can we move on to some of the more global stories? Mm-hmm. So in Ukraine, um, I wanted to play this because 
at the end of one of the, uh, this is the president's inbox. So this was like a foreign affairs uh, podcast. Yeah. They, uh, Max Boot was on there and mm-hmm. he was talking about why he doesn't think that Russia will ever have a draft. And so, as you say, you could just be sending more cannon fodder to be blown up on the battlefield. But I think the other reason why, and again, this is all surmise, we don't really know what Putin is thinking, but the other reason experts surmise that he has not declared a mobilization is because he's afraid of the political blowback, because basically the social contract that Putin has with Russian society is, you give me all the power, don't criticize me, let me loot the state, let me, me and my cronies engage in horrific corruption, but at the same time, we will give you a somewhat better life, improved standard of living, and we won't ask that much of you. Now, that's kind of a State Department version of that, and Max Boot mm-hmm. isn't the most trustworthy voice sure. in this field, but he's also informed. So you, you got to take it with a grain of salt and figure out what's true and what he's saying. So some of that, that I mean, that's 1,000% speculation because this show is going to come out on Wednesday, and it's expected that tomorrow, Wednesday, there's going to be an announcement in Russia about mobilization and something that sounds a lot like a draft, including... Uh, 15-year prison penalties, punishments for people that are deserters. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, which is hilarious because why would you have to have a draft if everyone in Russia is saying how justified this war is and how easy it'll be to conquer the Ukrainians? I think I I did listen to that episode, and I think that kind of his overarching narrative was more about how – the Ukrainians had something to fight for in this in this mm-hmm. war. Like yeah. they they have their 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 backs against the wall. This is their home country. Well, they have a country that they believe in that they can fight for, right? Right. As opposed right. to countries that have been picked apart by the the West tearing them apart, and then they have no identity, and then right. they're being attacked by someone that you know, like Afghanistan, right? It's like when the U.S. went into Afghanistan after Russia had been in Afghanistan after, you know, there's like a government, but it's not like you have some like greater myth of who you are. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that's a bad example because they ultimately won too. But, but you can you can have success over 20 years there though, like in, in the sense that we kind of did. But in, Rus- in, in Ukraine, like they have a political process that they want to defend. They have a way of life that is proven to be better than the way it was before they adopted that that form of western democracy right mm-hmm. and, yeah and 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 conversely the russian soldiers well first of all a lot of them didn't even know where they were going to fight like yeah. they have no cause they have right. no reason to fight this war right. um some of them might even have like friends and family in ukraine um so so a lot of times they've just sort of been folding and running away when they're attacked um and going back to russia um yeah it's I don't know. I, I hesitate to be too optimistic about. Yeah, same. The the well, the, the counteroffensive they've had. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the I, footage from the ski resorts in Ukraine? I did. Snow's coming yeah. down, dog. Like it's general well, winter so is the, showing up, and that works on yeah, both yeah. sides. Yeah, yeah. Like here's the thing: they got to fucking like pretty much once winter comes, it's going to be stasis. So they kind of have to take whatever they can as they can. Um, they've taken a thousand over a thousand square miles in the last week or two. Um, freed a bunch of cities, um, found mass graves, all but, kinds of shit. But a lot of that was overcoming the sort of like national guard defenses that are sort of out. Yeah, essentially, the they said they said that a lot of the cities that they they overtook, the soldiers were literally bust in, and they didn't even have any sort of like they didn't have tanks. They yeah. didn't, they were just fucking busted and dropped off there. Like, yeah, 
So, but now uh, they're yeah. they're coming up towards the actual front lines, and it's gonna right. the rest of that will be much more. I I would think the map will probably stay stasis for a while now, but I would some agree. Serious gains. Um, I would agree. Yeah. There, yeah. there also there is some tension though within the Russian. Talk about that. Within the Russian elites. Uh, well, it also elite. seems to be like local local towns i don't know how how serious to treat it but yeah yeah but i mean the people are losing money because of the war people are like um you know the thing he was worried about that max was talking about there was the whole the mothers of russian soldiers who kind of interfered before um and back then they had a politburo so they could actually there was some political power within the people in the ussr yeah yeah and there isn't any now right um that social contract that he talks about of, you know what, we have a better standard of living. I don't know. Like there's, well, that that's for people that have a memory of the nineties there. Right. And also like they can't go to Starbucks or buy iPhones anymore. Well, so they can, like, maybe but it's like Starbucks skis and right. You know, it's not the same. iPhone off. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I will see. We'll see. You've been seeing some of this stuff that's been going on in Iran. I guess we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, I was yeah. thinking of saving this for the headline show, but I think we'll play it here because it is truly a sound. Let's play this. So this is this will be our last sound for the show, and we'll talk a little bit about the protests in Iran. Um, Anonymous, the uh, hacker group, yeah, they made an official statement, and uh, this is what they post here. Greeting citizens of the Iran. This is a message from Anonymous to the dictator Ibrahim Raisi and the Iran government. Violence against women is a cruelty that has been seen in Iran for years. Masa Amini is the last victim of a murderer Iranian state and the so-called morality police. Masa Amini was beaten to death in the middle of the street by the so-called morality police affiliated with the Iranian state on the grounds that she did not comply with the rules of wearing the headscarf. This was the last straw. The people are mobilized and the streets are filled with cries of freedom and shouts of brave people. But the dictatorial Iranian government and its murderous cops persecute the people to silence them. We will not allow this. The Iranian people are not alone. Anonymous will not keep the Iranian government alive on the internet as long as they fight the dictatorial rule and murderous cops. You censored your people's social media and other communications to suppress knowledge of your crimes against them. Now Anonymous will shut you down and your own people will remove you from power. It's too late for expect us. We are here. What kind of threat is that? I mean, it's interesting, but what they say they're not going to keep them online. They're not going to. Look, I don't. I do not want to come on my podcast and fuck with Anonymous. That's a great point. But they were also promising to like show a lot, expose a lot of things that they never really followed through on. Yeah, they've. I hate to say this, but they, they, they seem to have been a bit of a paper tiger mm. of late. Um, I, now, I, I don't doubt that they still have plenty of power. Oh, and sure. They can yeah. do plenty of things. But, um, I mean, I fucking wish they would. Like, right. fucking go. Like, <laughs> uh, so so what they're talking about there is this, this woman who was detained by the morality police for not wearing the appropriate head covering or whatever. Mm-hmm. She died in police custody. The allegation is that that was because she was beaten or, or, or what have you. The official Iranian statement is that that didn't happen, that she was already in bad health and that she just died in custody. Her mother has come out on the record and said, my, my daughter was in fine health. Um, and so, so George, that was a George Floyd argument. Yeah. Yeah, it was on drugs. Was. Yeah. To be clear, uh, he had drugs in his system. It doesn't mean he was on drugs at the time. Correct. 
Um, yeah, I, but you see the response from the Iranian people has been pretty incredible. I mean, that's. I mean, we've talked a lot about politics in Iran, and, and um, man, I. The mob there is epic when it organizes. You it know, is. it's almost on par with like Egypt historically. Well, I mean, the 79 revolution was real. That was, yeah. <laughs> it was, um, <sighs> well, do, I, I, do, do you, th- do, I guess I was a couple of questions. I mean, like, is this, is this a tipping point? Like, is this a tipping point in us Iranian relationships in any way? Cause I, I, just, I still I hesitate to say, I know. Cause there. there's so many times where it should have tipped in a positive way. We, right. We both read that book. It was 300 years of history. What's Israel going to do at this point is basically what's going to happen because every <laughs> single time there's almost been right. a, a way that we work together with Iran. Israel has been like, yeah, but what about this? Like pretty much remember when they found that boat that like would never have gone around the Arabian peninsula and in through the red sea. Like they would have just transported weapons by land and Iran and Israel's like, Hey, we found this boat with a bunch of Iranian weapons going to like Syria. It's like, well, Iran can go to Syria a lot easier than that. Like yeah. maybe it wasn't Syria, but like, <laughs> I don't remember that specifically, but yeah, it was bullshit. It was right after, uh, Madeline Albright had made a whole speech saying that, um, that the, the U S and Iran could be, you know, working together oh, this is under Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Trotted that fucking shit out. Mm. Maybe it wasn't, I mean, it's just, yeah, I, I agree with you. I have no reason to be optimistic, but it, this is the most, I mean, but at the same time, the headlines are all, Hey, peace talks are falling apart now because there's too much tension. So what the hardliners are probably gaining more power, uh, or, or asserting more power and not being as willing to negotiate because they feel like they're losing their position. That's what will happen from this. And it'll, it'll actually affect the peace because it's always more complex than it needs to be. Yeah. And then the problem with American foreign policy over the last, you know, couple hundred years, at least a hundred is that all we've done is reinforce the hardliners points. Yeah. Like that's all we've done. Literally yeah. every time there was like some glimmer of hope that yeah. like, maybe we can figure this out and, and maybe there was a middle of the road politician who was like committed to making that happen and spent all of their political capital against the hardliners. And then we just shit on the rug just out completely. Yeah. yeah. Stabbed him in the back one way or the other. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's happened multiple times. Yeah. The hostage crisis, um, in Lebanon, like it's yeah. 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 Countless times. Um, yeah. when should we announce our guest for episode 200? Should it be after the Friday show? I mean, given his dance on war i feel like it kind of fits now oh now you're you're so it's a man because you said he and right. anti-war i think we should yeah. still make people wait through the friday show because i'm excited oh I'm excited. a little tease yes yes but all right, all right the most anti-war person that uh, maybe i'm so excited i'm so excited <laughs> uh let me ask you a question we'll get out of here okay all right. uh when they stole the election in 2000 and put george w bush in charge was that like a full circle return of U.S. foreign policy and like putting puppet CIA dictators <laughs> in charge of governments around the world, <laughs> like like that was that coming home to roost, right? They were like, "Oh, we know how to like overthrow governments and like make sham elections and put somebody yeah. in charge that'll be pliable to our intelligence agencies. Why don't we just try that here? We just send guys in Brooks Brothers into a election yeah. office it, in Florida. Literally, like if that Brooks Brothers riot didn't happen." they would have been able to reasonably account for what happened in the vote right. in Florida. 
And instead they said, well, now we're running out of time. And for the sake of just coming up to a decision, we'll say George Bush won. And that was yeah. his cousin, so, yeah. a relative of his in Florida. Was the Jeb, ultimate. No, 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 no. It was a female cousin, I think. Oh, okay. but yeah. Or female relative. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I, I spend too much time fantasizing about the world that we could have lived in. Everything was going so great in the nineties, man. It was just fucking going. I think about it too. All right. Well, here we are. Here we are. This is how you end a podcast. This is, <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, let me talk to you in a couple of days. Yeah, ask yeah. You, let me ask you a silly one. Let me get out of here. Right, 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 right. Ah, okay. Are bird truthers anti-bird control? <laughs> right, talk to you later. God bless. Drive safe. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. I'm pooping right now. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. <laughs> How great! An anti-American Marxist! Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.